0: The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kevin Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Skeffington's Formalware, Bose and the Florist, Northwest Bank, and Catholic United Financial. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. I
1: completed three passes. Uh, throughout the rest of the game so that's something that's got to change we do have a kind of a quarterback shakeup. we're going to see Dante Cataldo and Jake English share the quarterbacking duties tonight but the Maroons did get their rushing game going Cam Middleton 21 carries 92 yards and he had both touchdowns uh, for the Maroons last week
2: yeah when Dowling has their offense going with their with the running game and they're able to control the line of scrimmage a lot of good things happen and that's them staying ahead of the chains and uh eliminating penalties and stuff like that you have to be able to run the football but in order to do that you have to open up your passing game a little bit because yeah. you're facing teams that there's they're six seven eight guys in the box and it makes it real difficult to try and to Carson Brown
1: Dowling's leading receiver as far as yardage did not catch a pass last week so that just tells you uh Cooper Nicholson had the one big catch for uh, 47 yards but and the Maroons also had a touchdown call back. On the yeah, other I side. I think that was the key. That, oh. was,
3: that, was a, that was a backbreaker, having that touchdown get called back that in that was, holding call. That
1: was in the fourth quarter. That would have put yeah. Dowling up by 10. Instead, they had a punt, and then the field position favored uh, Iowa City High, who came away with the victory 21 17. And thus this week, Dowling defense, you know, they're, they're getting stronger and better. Uh, Mata Brua, who will also be in the homecoming. Carter is in the homecoming yeah. court tonight. We'll talk more about that on this uh, Dowling homecoming, but he's back in the lineup. Through that rotation on the defensive line, they had a pretty good game, but they gave up two big trick plays. the The old Phillies special in the first half got gave Council Bluffs or gave Iowa City High the lead at halftime, yeah. and then at the end of the game, the final sixty nine seconds, Matt, the uh, double reverse flea flicker uh, was the final straw, and uh, the Maroons got caught uh, napping on two plays that basically kind of cost them the game. But it was a lot of stuff in between that, stuff that in really between. happened,
3: you know. And it's disciplined football, and in the, and those trick plays. We'll, you know, I think as Coach Wilson would probably agree with is it catches undisciplined teams, and uh, in, in when you're late in the game and all those kinds of things, I, I would say it's better that it happens this time of year than later on because it won't happen again. You know, and it's one of those things early on in the year. Okay, we got this now. We know what we're doing. The kids can kids kids can do it. Defensively tonight, you know, they're looking at a quarterback that can run the ball more, and he's going to pass the ball. And so that, that front group that they rotate all those guys through, you know, it's, it's going to take a lot from Pettis and, and um, company up front to keep him contained.
1: Yeah, certainly will. Again, uh, Mark Amadale, Matt Mandring, John Chido, pregame tonight's Dowling and Council Bluffs Lincoln game here at Valley Stadium on a breezy night. The temperatures have cooled off, and, John, I know you're going to be on the sideline. Let's talk about the matchup. Uh, first of all, the Dowling offense against the Council Bluffs uh, Lincoln defense, and uh, they start three seniors, five juniors, and Johnny, three sophomores in this Council Bluffs-Lincoln defense who are giving up an average of 33.2 points a contest. Uh, their record's 3-1. and one. They played predominantly smaller schools, 4A schools, but they did get, get a win over Sioux City West a couple weeks ago. Uh, talk about the Dowling offense and what they present with the dual quarterbacks going on tonight. I don't know if it'll be every other series or every two series we'll see Dante Cataldo or Jake English playing quarterback. Talk about that.
2: Yeah, it's going to be nice to see uh, a different dynamic. Uh thrown out here and, and a great opportunity for Downey's offense to succeed and, and Jake to feed off Dante, Dante to feed, feed off Jake and really uh, help each other out because uh, together they could be one heck of a weapon and uh, moving forward it's going to be interesting to see how this pant plays out but uh, you know Council Plus runs the same type of defense I think we've seen for the last couple of weeks. They have that 4-3 looks like a 4-4 four, four with that overhang and they walk that sandbacker up and make, make things difficult and make makes, you, makes the offensive line Job difficult on who they want, who they need to block, and, and that sort of thing. So, it's important for them to get off to a good start. But not only get off to a good start, but keep it going and, and, and get get some confidence and, and get back 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 to winning, which makes everything great. Right when when things aren't going so good, then it's like it seems like the whole world's coming down. But keep in mind, they played what the, the first four four games have been against the top ten, top ten, top five, top five teams, teams in is 5A, Yeah, yeah. I mean. What a schedule, you know.
1: Well, when you win seven in a row, state titles, yeah. you're going to get that uh, type of schedule, and we just happen to get it this year. At least Dowling uh, has been over. Now, the Maroons will continue the, uh, uh, the change at left guard. Cade Batterton will once again get his second start there, and the, the offensive line has to eliminate mistakes. We saw some penalties, and we've talked about this before, Johnny, so penalties got to be part of that equation, too, offensively.
2: Yeah, no, there's no question. There's nothing worse than when you have second and two, and you run a play and get the first down, and then all of a sudden it gets called back for a penalty. Now you're looking at second and 15, second and 20, and, you know, I, I guarantee as a coach it, it goes against your game plan. It takes you out of your game plan, and you're trying to fig, figure out plays and to get back into that rhythm of, of of staying ahead of the chains because, you know, we we don't have the big play. We need to go down the field and complete passes and and, and – keep ahead of the change with the running game, and and then that big play will open up.
1: And the play that Coach uh, Maindring was uh, referring to came about, oh, I'd say the seven-minute mark of the fourth quarter. Uh, Jake English on a uh, 28-yard touchdown pass to uh, Cooper Nicholson, but it all came back due to a holding call. The Maroons were backed up to uh, the Iowa City 40. They had a penalty the next play, so it ended up being uh, what almost a 45 yard and two penalties, and Runes had a punt, and that's when Iowa City made their run. So he, that, that that was how key that was. Matt, we'll go with you on the uh, Council Bluffs Jefferson offense against Dowling's defense. And now Jefferson has a quarterback, Eli Lusaggio. I had a chance to practice that name last year because he played basketball <laughs> for a very fine Lynx team yeah. uh, for Coach Isensen as we sure. went over there on a February Thursday night to. Uh, take on uh, the Lynx, but Musajo uh, came off the bench. Well, he is their quarterback and yes, he has more yards rushing than he has passing. Uh, 488 yards rushing and uh, just 371 yards passing, but he is their quarterback and he's a good athlete and that's something that's going to you know, get the eyes and ears of the Dowling defensive line and the linebackers. You know,
3: watching, watching a little bit of them on tape, you know, he is a, a threat in that backfield. And, and, again, as you alluded to, Mark, it, it is about the run for him and not the pass. And anything that they try to do with the pass is is quick hitters. And so it's, it's quick out to the edge. It might be a little bubble or it might be a quick slant or something like that. But it's going to be quick. They want to get the ball out of his hands because he's not a pocket guy. Mm-hmm. And so I think you're going to see the the defense walk a lot of guys up. There's going to be a lot of guys up within about 10 yards of the football. And um, if there's eight guys in the box and match up on the edges, that you know that might be likely what's going to happen. So it's going to be a big night for the linebackers as far as if they can stay disciplined and stay in their alleys to make sure he doesn't get out. You know, if Eli gets out there and gets in space, then he's going to create some issues for the Dowling defense.
1: All right, once again, you're uh, listening to the pregame show here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. No live stream tonight. There will be no TV video of tonight's game. Uh, Other games going on in the uh, Class 5A and some 4A district games tonight. And these are all kicked off and underway because we are the late game tonight across all the District 5A and 4A football. Roosevelt is at second-ranked Ankeny. That game is on CISN.TV along with Johnson at Waukee. Other games has Waterloo West at number 3 Southeast Polk. Fourth-ranked Valley on the road at Marshalltown. Uh, Des Moines East at number six, Urbandale. Uh, other games has South, Sioux City West at Waukee Northwest. Sioux City North at Ames. Ankeny Centennial at Sioux City East. Des Moines Lincoln is at Des Moines North. And uh, unfortunately, there was a forfeit already tonight, this week. Cedar Rapids Prairie at Ottumwa. Uh, Ottumwa had to postpone the game due to COVID, so it's a forfeit. one nothing win for the Cedar Rapids Prairie Hawks. So that's a look at some of the games in Class 4A. Uh, we have Glenwood at Hoover. Webster City at Fort Dodge, and Mason City at Decora. We're going to take a break. Earlier I caught up with head coach Tom Wilson of Dowling Catholic. The Maroons come in with a record of 1-3, and, and they have uh, dropped uh, some games here uh, lately. The Maroons have lost four of the last five games, dating back to the two-overtime loss in the Unidome last year in the semifinals to Ankeny. So the Maroons trying to right the ship. I had a conversation with head coach Tom Wilson. That's coming up here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
4: Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, desmoine-dentalassociates.com Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Kemen.com. Thank you, Kemen, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Welcome back to the pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Mark Amadale now joined by Head Coach Tom Wilson as Dowling takes on Council Bless lincoln tonight here at valley stadium and dowling's homecoming and uh, coach wilson thank you for taking time to visit with us again it's hard to believe we're at week five thanks mark now yeah, week five of the high school football season coach uh, i know last week we looked back and uh, dowling a loss on the road 21 17 uh, a loss in the final 69 seconds uh, it had to be a tough break but uh, some mental errors some costly errors and some uh, did some pretty good things also it's kind of a mixture but bottom line is you come down I80 with the loss and now you're one and three and now you're backs against the wall coach uh, trying to make the playoffs and hopefully that will happen.
5: Yeah, it was uh it was a tough night. I mean, we felt like we were getting ready to take control of the ball game and and then we have a special teams there, and uh, you know, it's it seems like that it's if it's not one thing it's another. So that's that's really frustrating for us but um, it's in the past, and, and really what we have to do is look forward and uh, try to go on a run. Well,
1: Coach, uh, in the game against City High, you, you scored on two of your first three possessions. The second score was a field goal uh, that, you know, either way could have been be a touchdown, but you were up at the time, but you trailed at halftime 14-10, to 10, and it was, again, short field for City High. Uh, they scored on a nine-play 26-yard drive and an eight-play 33-yard drive in uh, uh, to score in the first half, and I know that's frustrating, but you you gave a team short field and again your defense is out there way too long, but you did get off to a great start
5: yeah that's kind of a st- story of the season and and uh you know offensively there's times where we just kind of uh hurt ourselves and and you know they've got a pretty good defense, but I thought we were doing some good things early, and then you know we get a turnover, we get a chance to to really do something and and then uh we don't, and then we, we snap it over our punter's head, and and uh, then the wheels fall off there for a while, and we right the ship, and, and uh, we had our chances and, and just didn't capitalize.
1: Well, Cam Middleton, uh, 21 carries, 92 yards. He scored both Dowling touchdowns in Diego again with another field goal. Uh, so, you know, scoring-wise, not too bad, but uh, the, the frustrating part, completing passes. Uh, three, The first pass of the game to... Uh, uh, Cooper Nicholson, 47 yards, got you goal-to-goal down in, in the uh, City High Territory, but then only three completions uh, the rest of the game. And that has to be frustrating when you need to move the change, and, uh, and and that had to be frustrating because your your rushing game wasn't that bad, but, you know, it's a balance.
5: Well, it is, and, and you you know, the way they're teeing off, we've got to be able to complete passes. and uh, You know, it, they don't really give you an intermediate passing game because it's, it's uh, all-man cover for, uh, for the most part, except on third down. Uh, and so, you know, you've got to take your shots. And, you know, you combine the last two weeks alone, we're 28% in, in completion percentages. And that's not going to beat many decent teams, and, and especially the teams of which we play. So, um, we've got to be better, and, and uh, you know, that's why we try to coach, and that's why we practice and spend an awful lot of time. And, and uh, we'll see what the future brings.
1: Well, defense has uh, done a great job. They've been out there quite a bit, I think, but they've done a great job of fumble recovery and uh, things like that. They're, they seem like to, uh, they're putting pressure on the offense at times, but you can't give them the short field, but the Dowling defense has really stepped up, as they have all year.
5: Uh, absolutely correct. I think they've done a great job, and I, I concur that they've been out there way too much, and we have to be able to sustain drives against quality teams, and you know, part of that is converting third downs, which we haven't done, and and uh, this team has to grow. It's, it's, it's no different message than what I've told them, you know, the last several weeks. And, and we continue to, to preach about it, and continue to talk, and, and leaders continue to try to step up. But we've got to take what we do on the practice field and take it to the game field.
1: Well, Coach, you look back the rest of the schedule, and before we move to our next segment, uh, uh, you know, your backs are kind of against the wall. You want to make the playoffs. Everybody wants to do that. The senior class wants to do that especially, but you got to take care of business. Do you have to run the table the next five games, or would it be helpful to run the table the next five games?
5: Well, I think at, at the end of the day, it would be very helpful to, to run the table. I mean, our RPI is going to be through the roof just on the quality of opponents that we have played. but. You know, I'm not so much worried about that. I'm I'm worried about Council Bluffs, Abraham Lincoln, and and uh, even you know them and who our opponent is. I'm not as concerned about them as I I am just ourselves. And uh, we've got to eliminate mistakes or 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 that playoff dream is is a pipe dream. And so we've got a lot of work to do yet. We've got a lot to prove, and hopefully this team can grow.
1: This is with head coach Tom Wilson of Dallin Catholic for tonight's game between. Council bless Lincoln and Dowling Catholics. Maroons homecoming. Maroons come in with a record of one and three. Council bless Lincoln, a record of three and one. And we will return with more here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network with head coach Tom Wilson. We'll talk about tonight's opponent, Council Bless Lincoln, here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org.
6: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formalware. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formalware, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffington's.com.
1: back to the pregame show here on the iowa catholic radio network week five of the high school football season dowling and council bluffs lincoln here at valley stadium on homecoming and coach you take on the, the council Bluffs lincoln links uh, they haven't uh, we haven't played them well probably since 2006 or 7 john wolf still their head coach eight years done a nice job with the program and they're off to a great start they made the playoffs for the first time last year and uh, they're hoping to do the same but uh, they take on dowling what do you know about council bluffs lincoln coach and uh, what kind of uh uh, you know, a bounce back. Obviously, time for the Maroons to run the table as you did, uh, I think it was back in 2012 when uh, you had back to back losses. You end up running the table into the playoffs.
5: Uh, you know, as you mentioned, Coach Wolf's done a nice job with that program. And uh, they're a spread offense. Um, quarterback's fairly talented. they got a nice running back. Um, they try to, to mix the ball. Um, you know, they've got their share of guys that play both ways as well. And, and, um, but uh, I think the quarterback's athletic. I think he can extend plays with his feet, which obviously has our attention. Uh, defensively, they're a four-three, mostly two-high team, not a heavy-pressure team. Uh, kind of what you see is what you get. Um, you know, they've they've played a, a schedule at this point that I'm not sure included any five-a teams, um, but they've played the likes of Glenwood and Denison Schleswig and uh, Sioux City West and and things like that. So um i i think uh with our schedule i mean we've seen i think we've we've lost uh, uh teams that are ranked one three and five and i think they're one two and three in the rpi right now so uh, we feel like we've seen some of the best of the best and and uh it's time for us to to trudge forward and, and get better you
1: no know, last week coach i think you made a change one change was on your offensive line and you uh brought in a young man off your two deep to uh to get the start at left guard and uh you know, I don't know how all that graded out, but I always try to ask you some somebody that's not recognized. And and for Dowling, that was a young man who who got to start at uh, at left guard, and that was Cade Batterton, a uh, junior. And uh, you know, talk about some of the young men we don't talk about a lot in the radio. Mostly it's the offensive defensive line. And uh, uh, your thoughts on that, and how did Cade perform?
5: Yeah, uh, Cade has done a nice job for us, and he's you know he's been rotating in and out and things like that. And he got more reps last week and. Kate brings a, a level of toughness uh, to that offensive line that we certainly like, and uh, he continues to to uh, get better. One of the things that we would encouraged him to do is to just to get in better condition, and he spent a lot of time after practices uh, doing uh, extra, and, and uh, he's worked to, to earn his playing time and, and certainly proud of him for that. So, um, yeah, that was one change we made last week. I think, you know, this week what you will see is – Probably uh, some, some newer faces at tight end. Um, I think you'll see a little bit more of Winget. Um, Jalen Thompson will obviously get his reps, and, and then we'll, we'll play two quarterbacks tonight.
1: And you mentioned a couple of those changes but quarterback, Dante Cataldo and, uh, of, of course, uh, uh, your, your, your starter, who Jake English, who took over uh, for Smolik. Uh, so you'll see we're going to run the two-quarterback system and uh, that's something that's been very successful here. And there's not a whole lot, of, you know. The old saying goes, "If you're playing two, you don't have one quarterback." Well, that's not been the case. You've won a few state titles with a pair of quarterbacks at the helm.
5: Oh, we have, and I. But I, I think the big thing for us is to, you know, a lot has been thrust on on Jake English's shoulders, and and uh, he certainly isn't all, all of our issues offensively. That's for sure. But um, you know, part of it is is to develop Dante and, and ease some of the pressure and. Uh, you know, Dante will come in and do a nice job, and, and uh, hopefully that uh, allows Jake to continue to, to, to get playing time but still elevate his uh, level of play as well. So uh, we'll see how it turns out. And, and uh, the, the bottom line is, I've said all along, you know, we've got to be able to run the ball. But as we mentioned earlier, you know, you've got to mix in the pass to be able to take some of the heat off of, of the offensive line and those backs in order to get those tough yards.
1: Coach, this week it's homecoming week at Dowling. It's obviously week five of the high school football season. And that's always uh, presents itself. The kids get to be high school kids, and not only a student uh, as a student athlete, but also take part in the homecoming festivities. And I know there's going to be a lot going on with the Hall of Fame inductions and, and halftime. Uh, talk a little about that. Some of the the things going on this week, and and uh, you know promoting Dowling and, and celebrating Dowling.
5: Well, it's it is a, a great week, and you know honestly, I try to keep the kids focused on what we need to do, but I, I know, you know, Powder Puff was the other night and, you know, I saw one of our gals kicking the football that I should have talked to her a long time ago because she, she looked outstanding. And, and, uh, a lot of our varsity kids, I know were there cause I saw the video of it and, and, uh, kicking field goals. She did a nice job, but, um, you know, you mentioned the hall of fame and, and, uh, you know, Jake Yosinich and Jason McMurray are going in and, uh, those two kids are very dear to me. And, and, uh, I've got a great past with them, been able to to coach them during their time there and and uh, help a, us win a state championship in 2010. You know Judy Balducci going in and and uh, obviously she uh, she deserves uh, all of the work that she did here prior to me. But I, I've certainly heard about that and we've probably haven't produced uh, any better athlete than Becca Hittner. Um, and after her uh, career that she had at Drake, we're certainly honored that that she could be in our Hall of Fame, and and also John Wilkinson. Uh, when I got here, uh, you know he was coaching softball and was assistant basketball, and then he ends up uh, taking the head basketball uh, coaching job, and was doing couple of uh, both of them for a couple of years, and uh, a great man, and and uh, certainly. Passionate about Dowling, and and uh, so we certainly welcome him him into our Hall of Fame as well. And so, obviously, we've got uh, we've had activities through the week, different dress up days, uh, the dance Saturday night. But uh, for us, we'll focus on a football game uh, tonight.
1: Coach Wilson, thanks for your time uh, tonight. Uh, best of luck to Dowling in Week Five against Council Bless Lincoln on Homecoming, and uh, we'll talk to you at halftime and following the game. All right, thank you. Head coach Tom Wilson has been my guest here on the pregame show. This is Mark Hamadale from Valley Stadium. Coming up, Matt Mandring and John will rejoin the pregame show here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
0: Listen to The Uncommon Good with Bo Bonner and Dr. Budmar Wednesday mornings at 10 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app.
6: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Northwest Bank. Commitment you can bank on. Northwest Bank is a community bank serving Iowa and Nebraska. N-W-B-A-N-K. Thank you, Northwest Bank, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
8: Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools.
1: And we're back here at Valley Stadium here in West Des Moines. We get set for Dowling and Council Bluffs Lincoln tonight. Week five of the high school football season. Mark Amadil joined by Matt Mandring, John Uh, Scheidel. Pre-game ceremonies going on. Late start as the Council Bluffs Lincoln football team was caught in traffic on I-80. A severe accident over by Stewart. we hope everything works out there. But uh, the team was late arriving. So we're we're looking at about a 7.55 time frame to start the contest. So we'll... We'll keep uh, that in mind, but uh, right now we will uh, take a break, come back with more pregame uh, from Valley Stadium. Matt, before we go, I know we're having some uh, Hall of Fame ceremonies going on on the field, but it uh, should be a great night. and. Uh pretty decent temperature I just looked it up uh, 62 degrees northwest wind at six so a beautiful night for football beautiful
3: night and just you know it's one of those nights where you have all the kids out here and you know you get the band going you get the kids yes. going you get down right now you look at the field and it's covered with kids and we got the middle school
1: band kids out there with our high school band and uh just a lot of fun yeah, it certainly is and the wind has died down those flags were blowing out of the north maybe 10 20 miles 20 miles an hour about five thirty. Right now, they're at 5 to 10 miles per hour, so light winds as uh, we get set for uh, football in week five. It's hard to believe we're over the halfway part tonight of the football season, Matt. I know the temperature's changed, but it's hard to believe. And next week will be October 1st. Yes. It'll be week six. So, (laughs) all right. It's Dowling with a record of one and three. They're still in the top ten. They're ranked tenth in the latest polls. Council Bless Lincoln with a record of three and one. We'll come back with more pregame after these messages here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
4: Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Kemen.com. Thank you, Kemen, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: And the uh, national anthem being performed by not only the Dowling band, Matt Maindring, but also the middle school band that accompanies them tonight. Uh, uh, what a touching sight. You see all those middle schoolers out there in their school colors with the maroon and uh, the maroon band with their white trim and uh, feathers. Yeah. Love that. They
3: got a little practice in this week up at school, after school one night, and here they are ready to go. And uh, you can hear them out there now playing the fight song. That's Absolutely. a lot of fun.
1: Absolutely. Well, Well, John Chata, you're on the Dowling sideline as we are still in our pregame here. We're probably about seven minutes away from kickoff due to the late arrival of the Council Bluffs team. Uh, John, give us an update on the Dowling sideline tonight. It's good to be home.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of people uh, wandering the sidelines, the friendly confines, you would say, the Dowling Maroons sidelines. Yeah, like Matt mentioned, the the middle school band uh, playing along with the Dowling band. It's always nice to see a lot of a lot of people back for the Hall of Fame and and uh, I think there's, like, alumni cheerleaders and all kinds of things going on this week.
1: Yeah, there certainly is. Also, homecoming, John. Did you uh, realize that? I know you're a Dowling parent. And I noticed there's a Chido that has a date uh, apparently tomorrow <laughs> night. Do you know anything about this?
2: Well, I do now. So, no, I, yeah, I
1: do <laughs> Well, we'll get to the but homecoming. This is, this is
2: where my wife comes in because she's great. You know, she fills me in on everything. So, Yeah. He's still
1: in that lapse of
3: you, you, last week in Vegas yeah. and coming back. It's still that. Well, that you'll lapse. learn your your sons your sons don't talk about school nearly as much
1: as your daughters do. Yeah,
3: you're exactly right. Is that right. true?
2: <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent right. <laughs>
1: well, we've got we got a great game tonight, Dowling, looking to get back on track. And uh, let's take a look at some of the uh, well the starters tonight. And we'll start with the Dowling offense. We have not had a coin toss yet. As again, we're delayed uh, due to uh, the accident I eighty that. Uh, Left the Council Bluffs team in traffic, and now they're here, and they're going to take the field here momentarily. But dialing at quarterback tonight, we're going to see Jake English the Senior get the start. He's thrown for a 426 yards, two touchdowns, and five interceptions. And Dante Cataldo, the sophomore, he's rushed the ball four times this year, eight yards, Has not thrown a pass. Both will play quarterback. Uh, Matt, we don't know if it's going to be alternating series or every two series, but that will be something we watch. And then the up front, uh, Kyle Rockers at left tackle, Cade Batterton, who gets a second start at left guard. Ryan Badgenstoss, the center. Gabe Carey, the captain at right guard, and George Nehaus, the right tackle. And we'll see a combination of Jalen Thompson at tight end along with Drew Winchett. Uh, we just heard from Coach Wilson on the pregame show. Winchett will get a lot more apparent stamps. He's kind of won that job. And we should say happy birthday to Caden Sanders. It's Caden's birthday tonight, and he is at uh, a Swiss Army Knife. They put him everywhere, as you yeah. know, uh, uh, Matt. They put him, uh, well, that uh, blocking fullback, the H-back, is sometimes tight end, so... Caden's also part of the mix along with the fullback, uh, uh, Cale Gokenauer.
3: Yeah, just one of those guys that you're right. He's the utility knife. I mean, he's the jack of all trades, fit anywhere, put him where you need him. I mean, shoot, he could probably play right guard. I mean, wherever you needed to put him, he could probably go in there and do it for him.
1: Well. Both Gokenauer and Sanders have not gotten a rushing attempt this year, but they've both caught a pass. Figure that out for your H-back, <laughs> whatever you coaches call uh, those guys.
3: That's pretty typical for those guys, yeah. I think.
1: Our flankers and receivers uh, tonight for Dowling. Cooper Nicholson, number eight, will g- the junior, will get one start, and so will Carson Brown, who didn't catch a pass last week at City High. Keep an eye on that. Bo Gamble backs up Carson Brown, and Andrew Bliss, uh, backs up uh, Cooper Nicholson. So those are Dowling offense. On the defensive side for the Maroons, Jalen Pettis, Cody Hykus, Chase Patton, Owen Weber. And then mix in there, Carson Hagen, Ralston Rumley back from an injury, yeah. and Mata uh, Brua, who's also part of the homecoming court. Uh, those are the guys that will mix in that defensive line.
3: This has the potential of being the deepest uh, defensive front that Dowling has had in a while. And, you know, you just... Everybody talked about Pettis, and he's a great athlete, great kid. But the depth around him right now should take some of that pressure off him as he goes, too.
1: And the linebackers, and they're good ones, led by their uh, senior and uh, captain Adam Townsend at the Mike linebacker. Kellen Shimon gets the start at the Bandit linebacker. Will linebackers, Joe Hughes. Noah Seamer will play the rover. The corners are uh, Joe Reed and Jake Anderson. Joe Reed had an interception last week at City High. And Blake Anderson will get the start at uh, free safety so that is a look at the uh, Dowling defense the punter tonight will be John Cole and uh, Diego Leon will either kick off the game to lead off and he's done a nice job this Mm -hmm. year perfect on PATs and field goals on the air but he's only put two in the end zone when he's kicked off so uh, he's done a great job for uh, yes you know uh, they've done a lot
3: of placement with those kicks you know I think they work on trying to kick it to a spot and you can see him moving things around once in a while. So he's, they, they practice on that, and he's done an outstanding job.
1: All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back for the kickoff as both teams are on the field with the pregame coin toss being officiated by our officials tonight. And it looks like uh, Council Bluffs Lincoln has deferred, and Dowling will receive. So we'll take a break and come back with the kickoff. But first, a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic High School, and our pregame prayer with Father Ryan Andrew. Uh, Coming up, the kickoff, Dowling and Council Bluffs Lincoln from Valley Stadium. Week 5 of the high school football season coming up next on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
2: Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School. Welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School football. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting football, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons.
1: Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches,
6: players, and trainers for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord, amen. All holy men and women pray for us. In the name of
1: the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. And we're back here at the Valley Stadium, West Des Moines, about set for kickoff. It's Dowling and Council Bless Lincoln, Mark Amadil, Matt Mandering John Chida. Hey, the A-team's back. You're back from Northwest Iowa, and yep. John's back from Vegas, and here we are. And Here we are. We a guy sitting in named uh, Mark Scigliano last week in did no an outstanding fun. job. Did you think so? you were yeah, all listening to it all. I listened to the whole thing. All right, we're underway as a kickoff by Council Bluffs Lincoln it is fielded by one of the upbacks and Maroons get it across the 35, still on her feet, and that is the, is that Jalen? That's Jalen Thompson? Thompson. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> they, they kicked it really short. Yeah, they did. You know, Jalen's a kid that I think could have a big night tonight, and he's going to be someone that we keep our eye on as he's looking for that night to have a breakout night. You know, the key for the offense this week is to get some consistency. You've got to put start getting some confidence, put some drives together.
1: Yeah, you mentioned that uh, you saw him uh, throughout the week, and we'll see how this all transpires there. Mr. Mainring is dialing with the first down at their own 41-yard line to start the game. English at quarterback, a little swing pass left side, getting outside the numbers is C.J. Phillip, who made the pass, turns the corner, and he's up across midfield, and he has the first down in Council Bluffs Lincoln territory.
3: You know, Council Bluffs sitting there with, you know, pretty much eight guys in the box. They put the guy in motion out there, and so there's a matchup. You know, there's a numbers game that they're playing with them with that that quick swing pass out to C.J.
1: 12-yard gain for the Maroons on the pass from English to C.J. Phillip. First down Dowling as we're underway. Late start, as we mentioned. And the Maroons now go right back to the ground. They hand off inside, off of center, right guard. And little or no gain is a defensive line for uh, Council Bluffs Lincoln to did a nice job as cam middleton was the ball carrier for dowling
3: yeah you got bradley daniels kerger and patlin in there for the defensive front for council bluffs and there's some big kids two and a quarter 245 and and the sophomore kerger 220 sophomore. so you know they've got some meat up there to
1: to stop that run they certainly do and runs now put a man in motion and the handoff right up the gut it goes and he may go that's Cam Middleton with the football. He's drugged down at the 25-yard line, rolls forward. He picked up a Dowling first down right over the heart of the Dowling offensive line. Batterton, Badgenstoss, and Carey with the hole opener.
3: Right up the middle, you know, a little delay, and you take a jab step and hit that crease right up the middle and
1: uh, is blocked perfectly and uh, gave Cam a wide-open field to run. 22-yard run, first down Maroons. Underway here in the first quarter. No score. Dowling and Council bless Lincoln. The Lynx coming in with a record of 3-1. and one. Dowling 1-3. One and three. Play action. Back to throw As English. Fires it out to the far side. Incomplete to Cooper Nicholson, who is running an out pattern on the left side of the formation.
3: Yeah, you see Jake wiping his hands a little bit. I don't know if that ball, you know, sometimes when you get late into the fall like this and it's late, a later game, there's a little more dew out there. The ball could be a little wet coming off there, and, and uh, it looked like it just slipped out of his hands.
1: Yeah, I remember we had a little bit of rain here earlier right. this afternoon, and uh, the turf is dry, but... Apparently not enough. And now the handoff goes right side, turned the corner at the 20. That is Cam Middleton and fights through tackles, picks up the first down inside the 15. They'll spot him down right around the 12-yard line, a pickup of 13 yards. And we talked about Jalen
3: uh, Thompson earlier, and he was out there leading the blocking on that 10 yards downfield, I believe, with um, George Nahas. And they were still blocking their guys and engaged, and Cam's
1: running right behind them for a big game. 13-yard run. First and ten, Dowling from the Council Bluffs Lincoln 12-yard line. A handoff up the middle as Cam Middleton, and he grinds his way inside the ten down to the five-yard line. He'll pick up seven yards. The Bruins can get a first down at the three, but will bring up second down at about two right now at the five.
3: I think the offensive line has been a focus the last couple weeks to up their game, and you can see it tonight that they're firing off the ball and and,
1: uh, with a little more intensity than we've seen in recent games, I believe. All right, the Maroons will now put their uh, tight end Jalen Thompson on the left side of the formation. And uh, on the right side is Drew Winget at tight end. Hand off up the middle to Cam Middleton, and he gets into the end zone. Touchdown, Maroons. Touchdown, Cam Middleton from five yards out, and Dowling strikes first. They lead 6-0 here with 940 remaining in the first quarter, Matt.
3: Well, that offensive line had the whole Lynx front uh, on its heels, and it was just... A wall moving down the field, and with Cam running behind them as they
1: push them in the end zone, and, and uh, nice first drive for the Maroons. So the touchdown gives Dowling a 6 0 lead. Jake English in to hold; he stay, remains in the ball game. Diego Leon with the extra point attempt, and the snap will be made. The ball is down. The extra point is up, and it is good. So seven 0 Dowling leading. Council Bluffs Lincoln will take a one-minute break and return to Dowling's homecoming here at Valley Stadium. Maroons lead at seven nothing. Back after these messages on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at MercyOne.org.
6: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formalware. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formalware, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com.
7: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75%, yes, 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits beginning January 1st of this year. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever, online, ctoiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future.
1: All right, we're back here at Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. Mark Amadell alongside Matt Mandering as Dowling goes nine play, seven plays, 59 yards. Here is the kickoff by Diego Leone. It's fielded by Council Bless Lincoln. The return is to the right, and it gets across a 20 and brought down right around the 23-yard line. That is where Council Bless Lincoln will start, first and 10 from their own. 23-yard line is Noah Van Scoik.
3: I think they're going to back up a little bit farther. There was a clip right
1: at the ah. right at the front
3: of that play, and, and uh, they're going to back him up just a little bit farther. Let's
1: go down to the Dowling sideline. That is where John Chida was at, and a pretty efficient drive for the Maroons. Johnny, seven plays, 59 yards. Cam Middleton on a five-yard touchdown run, giving Dowling the lead here. Johnny?
2: Yeah, hey, You guys were mentioning Sanders and Gokenauer, and, and I was watching Gokenauer, his fullback position, and he does all the stuff that normal people don't like to do you know it's not a pretty job because you don't get all the recognition but he deserves it on that drive because he played fullback and he was opening a lot of those holes for cam
1: that's a good point there's a lot of moving parts that we don't see enough up here dave there's no question about it so first down for the links from their own 11 yard line after the penalty they do the read option the quarterback is eli lusajo and he picks read option to the fullback, and that's Mikael Hayes, and he may have gotten a yard. They're going to give him a yard up to the 12-yard line. Bring up second down for Council Bluffs Lincoln.
3: Yeah, they're going to do that read option quite a bit, and there, you know, it's probably three quarters, even more. You know, it's 80-20 run the ball, and uh, again, like we said in pregame, it's going to be quick passes to the edge, trying to loosen up that defense.
1: All right, Lusaggio, the quarterback, he stands at 6'3", 195-pound senior, was on, on that outstanding basketball team, Lincoln Head. And now the read option, they give it to the kind of the end of round, they give it to their uh, tailback. He turns the corner, is finally run out of bounds. That's Mikhail Hayes, another running back. And uh, he leads the team with eight touchdowns rushing. Tried to get the uh, jet sweep turn on the left side, and he – Run out of bounds right about the 18. They'll call a gain of five.
3: It's yeah, still a nice gain on that play, and he got to the edge, and then the edge of the defense got got tied up for the maroons. But a good good flow from the
1: secondary gets the stop on the play and limits it, creates this third down situation. So a gain of five. It's third and three. Council bless Lincoln Dowling leading seven to nothing. Eight forty five remaining first quarter on a late start here as Dowling's. Homecoming tonight from Valley State. Now, penalty flag down as Nisajo gets the uh, snap.
5: Start, 75.
1: And they're going to get their uh, penalty against one of the uh, linemen. That's number 75, the right guard, Caden DeSantiago, DeSantiago. It'll back them up
3: five. Now, the defense has a chance to pin their ears back a little bit. It takes it, you know, from a from a position where you think run pass could have been either one. Now
1: this is strictly a pass play. Three receivers right. Back to throw is Lasaggio. Uh, Almost to the end zone. He fires it away incomplete. I think he was just trying to dump it off. Tim McCarthy was their leading uh, closest receiver, and it's incomplete. And forcing the the punt is the Dowling defense, who uh, did a tremendous job. Pressure up front. Pettis, Heikis, Patton, and Weber put pressure on. Quarterback Eli Lusaggio of Council Bluffs. Yeah, Chase Lincoln. Patton
3: was putting the final pressure on him there, and, and Lusaggio had no choice but to just throw it into the ground at about the 20-yard line. He didn't, didn't even make an attempt, really, to throw it down the field too far, but right. close enough in the vicinity not to be grounding. And,
1: and, and it wasn't intentional grounding because he was way outside the pocket. Yeah, oh, the snap over his head, that's a safety. Uh, yep, got Connor Oliver waiting the snap from a cadence door, and he snapped it out of the end zone. It'll be a two-point safety for Dowling. The Maroons lead it 9 nothing. With 8.35 remaining here in the first quarter, back in one minute with the kickoff here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
0: Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know when you support Iowa Catholic Radio, you can make your donation go farther by asking your employer about matching gifts. Ask your employer about matching gifts, and thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
6: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Northwest Bank. Commitment you can bank on. Northwest Bank is a community bank serving Iowa and Nebraska. N-W-B-A-N-K. Thank you, Northwest Bank, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
8: Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org slash schools.
1: And we're back here at Valley Stadium here in West Des Moines. Dowling getting the beneficiary of a safety and it is nine nothing runes and now the free kick from the twenty yard line. And John Chido, I know you're down there somewhere, but we haven't went to you as the runes have been pretty efficiently be a pretty efficient offense and defensively and now the benefit of the safety the the ball snapped out of the end zone.
2: Yeah Dowling's off to a good start like they needed to do and, and that last play on third down they had Jalen Pettis spread out so far wide that I love about Dowling's uh, defense when they break down film. They must have saw something. He had four guys chasing the quarterback and uh, forced that uh, three and out.
1: Well, here's a free kick by Council Bloss Lincoln, and it's fielded by Jalen Thompson once again. He got the Dowling offense started in pretty good shape. Well, they're going to start in even better shape. First down Maroons from the Council Bloss 49 on the uh, short free kick there, uh, Matt. Yeah, I think they wanted to get Jalen the ball a little bit tonight, but I don't think it was they expected it to be in
3: this fashion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the Marines will take over from the Council Bluffs, Lincoln 49. 8.30 remaining, first quarter. Again, a late start tonight. Here's a snap. English at quarterback. Read option to give is to C.J. Phillip and C.J. Barrels over to the left side of the offensive line and takes the ball down to the 42 yard line. He'll gain seven yards on first down. Right now
3: Dowling, you know, went with twins on each side and really trying to spread that defense out. And, and you know, Council Blust has gone to more of a four-three look and and they've taken the edges away. And so now it just creates gaps in the middle, and that's what Dowling's taking advantage of right now.
1: Tonight's game here on Iowa Catholic Radio Network, sponsored by Ashworth Vision, construction professionals and dental associates. Now the Marines put Phillip in motion, a little jet sweep right to left, breaks the tackle at the 30, still on his feet, spins out of a tackle, 25, and is finally brought down inside the 20-yard line. Great second effort both times during that run. The play went right to left, and C.J. turned the corner just outside the left hash and picked up pretty good yardage down to the 19-yard line of Council Bluffs Lincoln. Great blocking
3: by the receivers on that play as they get out there in front of C.J. and... and Got into the secondary
1: and made that wall for him as he continued down the field. 23-yard run for the Maroons. First and 10, Dowling. And now back to throw his English. Fires it near side, and it's caught. And that is the uh, Dowling receiver, Cooper Nicholson, I believe, with the catch right there on the right hash. Carson Brown helps him up. And let's see where they spot him down right around the 13, maybe the 14-yard line, gain of six. Quick hitter out there to Cooper
3: and, and uh, keeps the defense honest as they've been running the ball with a lot of success. And and then Cooper comes up with that quick pass, Jake English, right on target and, and a quick pickup of five yards.
1: Yeah, they moved the ball back to the 14. They said his knee was down, so a five-yard reception. And it is second down, and now English quarterback Sneak keeps the football and follows the left side of his offensive line. Inside the 10, picks up the first down. It'll be goal to goal Dowling, first and goal at the 7 for the Maroons on the English run.
3: Same look as the play that C.J. ran down the field on that jet sweep, and and here it is, the fake to him and Jake going up up inside on that trap, and and, a nice gain for the first down, first and goal.
1: Dowling in the Bozen to Flores red zone. Say more with Bozen, Bozen bozen.com. Online and now the handoff on the left side that's CJ Phillip and he barrels his way into the end zone. Touchdown Maroons. CJ Phillip, the second running back to score for Dowling tonight. He scores from seven yards out and the Maroons up by the score of 15-0, pending the extra point.
3: Outstanding blocking up front. And I know John Johnny just said, you know, talked about Kokenauer, and Kokenauer had a great block inside there again to seal it off and uh, allow CJ to move up the middle for the to the end zone. So
1: Cam Middleton scores from five yards out. C.J. Middleton, or C.J. Phillips scores from seven yards out. And now the extra point is Diego Leone in for the try. The uh, long snapper will be Carson Hagen. The ball is down. English puts it down. And Diego Leon's kick is good. So the Maroons lead it 16 to nothing. 636 remaining first quarter from Valley Stadium. Dowling leading Council Bluffs Lincoln here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
4: Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, dot dentalassociatescom Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Kemen.com. Thank you, Kemen, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're
1: back here at Valley Stadium, Dowling leading 16-0 on a pair of rushing touchdowns for the Maroons. C.J. Phillip from seven yards out. And then Cam Middleton earlier from five yards out runs go five plays 49 yards after the safety, Lyon's kick is fielded at the 11 yard line, and running to the far side that is Carson Shaw on the return. He gets across at 25 and angles his way out of bounds on the far sideline, towards the Council Bluffs Lincoln uh, sideline, and I spot him down right around the 30 yard line. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline reporter. That's John Chattel right below us, and Johnny, give us an update.
2: Well, I love watching Dowling run the football successfully, and, and it's credit the offensive line start, You know, with Ryan Bagenstage, uh Cade Batterton. Uh, help me, guys. <laughs> uh, C.J. Phillip? Yes. Uh,
1: up oh, up front. I'm up sorry. front, yes. Oh, go uh, ahead. Uh, Nahas, Carey, Bagenstache, Batterton, yes. and Rockers. Yes.
2: yes. They've done a fantastic job tonight. All yeah.
1: right. Uh, Lusaggio, the quarterback for Council Bluffs Lincoln, takes the ball from his own 29-yard line. And does the read option and carries it across the 35 up to the 36-yard line. Seven-yard gain. That might be their longest play from scrimmage tonight, Matt.
3: Yeah, it is. And, you know, he's going to be the one that's the that's going to make plays for him and at that quarterback position. And uh, we saw it there, and I think he's going to try and do a little bit more if he can.
1: All right, here is the give on the uh, little jet sweep, a little from right to left. They, is the tailback, Hayes, and he gets outside the numbers and finally has wrestled down right about the 40-yard line, so he'll gain four yards, and that is the first first down of the night for Council Bless Lincoln.
3: You know, their offensive line looked pretty good in that play, and they've got, you know, a, a 260 junior, 240 junior, 295 senior up front, 285 junior. They they got a real good size up front, and uh, they, they can make a wall up there and, and execute and get, create some creases up front and They moved the ball in that first series, but the penalty pushed them back, and we know what that feels like. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I've seen that too much. Yeah. All right, three on the play clock. They got to get this snapped, and they don't.
3: And they don't call it. Oh, there they did.
1: Yes, the back judge got it, so it'll be a penalty against uh, Council Bluffs Lincoln from their own 41 yard line. Dowling leading 16 to nothing with 5.22 remaining here in the first quarter. Our referee is Chris Short. The umpire is Steve Gradeville. Linesman is Jeff Whelan. Line judge is Brian Weber. And the back judge tonight is DiCarlo Long. And DiCarlo was the one who flagged the penalty. Moves Council Bullis Lincoln back to their own 36-yard line on the delay of game. And now Lusado keeps the football. Runs to his right. Now he has to cut back in and he's going to lose yardage. Back to the 35, a loss of one. We'll bring up third and a quarter of a mile. That is way back there.
3: Yeah, chase, chase Pat and went in there and got Louis, um, Eli from the backside there and chased it down, made a great play. Lusaggio. Lusaggio. Coach Main i got to say it a couple more times. <laughs> It'll be. E- e- Eli's easier. Yeah, I understand.
1: <laughs> but Lusaggio, I got it. So a loss of one on the play it'll bring up second and 15 they had the down over because of the penalty. so the give is to mikhail hayes trying to get outside and he's going to be brought down shy of the 40 yard line towards the far sideline little play that went to the right and it kept on stretching to the right i think he wanted to cut it up field right around the hash and he ended up being taken down by the outside the numbers there and they're going to move him up to the 39 gain of four adam townsend on the stop there from his linebacker position chased down
3: took the right angle and and was able to um um, get uh, the running back Mikhail Hayes right at the line of scrimmage, or for a couple yard
1: gain, I guess. All right, to bring up third and twelve now for Council Bluffs Lincoln, Red head coach is John Wolf in his eighth year. He's a grad of, uh, of Council Bluffs Lincoln. Now Lusagel spins out of a tackle. Uh, I thought the maroons had him there for a bit. Pettis yeah. came out of his tackle and finally falls forward. Across the 40, up near the 42-yard line. So he gains three, but he should have been sacked for five.
3: Yeah, Pettis came off the edge of that line of scrimmage like he was shot out of a cannon and uh, was able to get a hand on him, spin him around. But is a good athlete, and he was able to break free, spin forward for a couple, but the, that defensive front collapsed on him for the short game.
1: So to bring up fourth down for Council Bless Lincoln and Connor Oliver in the punt. Average about 28 yards a punt. Good snap, and he gets it away. Angling right at the 35, fielded by Cooper Nicholson at the 35, still on his feet. Now comes nearside, 50, crosses the – gets outside the number, still on his feet, and finally run out of bounds at about the 34 of Dowling. Cooper Nicholson, he had a nice block by one of the up guys back there. I think He had had twin safeties
3: going on. I'll tell you what, Daniel Amaris for – Council or from Abraham Lincoln, he did a heck of a job for a big kid. He got down to five eight, two ninety-five pound senior. He chased that thing down and uh,
1: probably prevented Cooper from scoring. So with three fifteen remaining in the first quarter, Dowling offense on the field, and uh, Johnny Cataldo, Johnny Johnny Chider, we're going to see Dante <laughs> Cataldo out there.
2: Yeah, uh, let's see what Dante does this first series. I'm so excited for him.
1: It is, and now Cataldo wants to throw. Looks downfield, throws towards the end zone. It's got a man open, and it is caught inside the five. And they're going to set. his down at the two. Great pass by Cataldo on first down. And guess who? Yeah. Carson Brown, who didn't catch a pass last week, yeah. has a big catch here in the first half.
3: There might have been someone up in here, someone sitting up here in the booth with us that might have called that play <laughs> <laughs> about a couple minutes ago. That's why I'm not worthy to sit and to have his headset on sometimes.
1: <laughs> first and goal. Maroons are going to spot him down at the two yard line. A 32 yard reception that time. By Carson Brown from quarterback Dante Cataldo, his first varsity catch. Now they hand it off into the end zone, touchdown, and that's the linebacker, Adam Townsend, Townsend. who carries it in. The third rushing touchdown tonight. Dowling now up by a score of 22-0, pending the extra point here, Coach Maintering.
3: Yeah, you know, Carson, that was a great catch. He had to high point that football, and, and Cataldo laid it out there for him. You know, and Carson has has a size advantage from that position right there because the young man um, defending him is only runs about 5'8", 5'9". So, a definite advantage for Carson. Goes up and gets it.
1: Great play. It's twenty two nothing Maroons. Diego Leon in for the extra point, and the kick is up, and it is good. Dowling twenty three. Council Bluffs Lincoln nothing with two forty seven remaining here in the first quarter from Valley Stadium on Dowling's. Homecoming and Athletic Hall of Fame induction. We'll take a break and come back with a kickoff here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at Mercy One.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided
6: by Skeffington's Formalware. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formalware, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at Skeffington's.com.
7: What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO you receive the best tax credits ever pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org the bottom line it's for the kids and their future
1: and we're back here at valley stadium on dowling's homecoming mark amadale matt mandring and john chido Runes will kick off. Diego Leon set the kickoff as Dowling goes two plays, 34 yards. The big play was uh, quarterback Dante Cataldo to, to Brown. And now the kickoff hits the five-yard line as Council Leak was going to let it go in the end zone. It's a live ball, and he picks it up at the last moment and returns it to the 15. Heads-up play that time by uh, Carson Shaw. It'll be first down for... Uh, the council Bluffs Lincoln.
3: Yeah, I think he <laughs> I think he got lost on the field and thought he was standing on the five yard line and went over his head and so then he thought he was they thought he was um on the and it went over his head and he thought it was in the end zone but it was only on the five yard line. So Or he was
1: have, or he was watching college and pro football yeah. where they put their arms out and it's yeah. like that means nothing. The yeah. ball hit at the five and Diego Leon stuck and it, it pretty good. Now it. we got a penalty. We have a flag. And we'll yeah. try to pick this up, we'll go down to John after this Illegal participation—they're calling it. Uh, so they'll move it back from the 15-yard line. I, uh, they'll, I, I'm guessing. Let's go down to John Scheidel. Yeah, yeah we'll on, see if on John the kickoff. Up. Let's go down to John on the sideline, Johnny.
2: It was a legal uh, fair catch. Oh, signal.
1: So he did give a signal. Is That was that what you're saying, John. Well,
2: I, I don't know if he really it did or, uh, I, I'm kind of baffled by it, but. Uh, I didn't see him put his hand up, but that that, that was a call. It was a legal uh, fair catch.
1: All right, they put the ball on the four-yard line. Now penalty flag down, and so goes the quarterback. Lusago rolled to his right, kept the football in the read option, and was dancing along the goal line. He's going to say he's brought down at the one.
3: There's another flag
1: on the field. And if it's holding in the end zone, this is a safety.
5: Personal foul, spearing, 35 on the defense, 15-yard penalty.
6: First
1: down. Ooh. They're going to get Joe Hughes for the uh, spearing call, so the penalty is against Dowling. That was a penalty, yeah, and that'll tack on
3: 15 yards. They must have came into the pile late. They had him. They had Lucchese st- stood up there, and, and uh, Joe Hughes must have, or yeah, Joe Hughes must have come in there
1: late, leading with the helmet. So Lusaggio gets a, a redo. So it's first and ten. Automatic first down on the penalty from the 16 of Council Bluffs-Lincoln. So the Lynx dodge a bullet there. Runners lead it 23 nothing. 220 remaining here in the first quarter. And they give it to the tailback, who stands the first time tonight. I think they ran it, f- the tailback, right behind the quarterback. And he gets across the 20-yard line. And let's see, which back is that? They're going to give Mikhail Hayes yeah, the good. ball.
3: Yeah, Hayes. And he's going off the field right now. And you know, you can see the Dowling defense theory here. They matched up man-to-man. They went trips left. Uh, the links did, and, and Dowling just matched up man-to-man and said, you've got to throw it. you to have to earn this, and we're
1: going to stop the run. So it's second and five for Council Bluffs Lincoln, the ball on their own 20-yard line. Usajo on the read option dives forward, and he runs it to the left side. He hops the 25-yard line. That's good enough for a first down at the 26-yard line. Well-executed play by the uh, links that time as Drew Wilson, their left tackle, along with uh, Jake Travers, their left guard, and uh, Daniel Amarius, uh, the center, did a nice job of opening up a little hole. Yeah, you can see why Lusaggio has 488
3: yards rushing, only 371 passing. He had a little extra burst right there to get that first down. Nice play
1: by him. Now give him a gain of seven, and now penalty flags down, and we've got uh, – Procedure against Council Bluffs Lincoln, so they're shooting themselves in the foot. They get the first down, but it'll be first and fifteen. Let's go back down to the Dowling sideline. I know we usually don't do this, John, but while we got a delay
2: here, uh, give us an update. Well, how about Dante Cataldo's first pass in a varsity football game goes to to the two yard line? Uh, talk about taking a shot right out of the gate. That was that was a great thing to see and a great catch by Carson Brown.
1: It certainly was. He high pointed at the right time, Johnny, and yeah, he went he for sure thirty two yards. And then Townsend comes in and. Runs it in. Now we're back to live action here. Read option to give is to Hayes again. That's Mikhail Hayes, five eight hundred ninety pounds senior. He's got eight touchdowns for the Lynx this year, and he gets some of that uh, penalty yards back. Gets it across what the – going put him down at the 22-yard line. Looked like Carson Hagen on the stop.
3: Okay. Yeah, they were just, there was no flag. Uh, Mikael Hayes has to go off for one play because his helmet Lost, came yeah. off. Um, during the play, and, and so you have to go out one
1: play. And there's no gain in the play officially, so it's second and 15. Final minute of the first quarter here at uh, Valley Stadium on Dowling's homecoming and Athletic Hall of Fame weekend. Dowling 23, council bless Lincoln nothing here in the first quarter. And the give is to Hayes, read off to the right side, and he's hit and drop right at the 25-yard line. He'll be shy of the first down. That'll bring up third and long, and this might – they may not have to run a play here to finish the quarter. Yeah, I would imagine they would let it run out. I'm trying to figure out who the running back was there. It looked like number 22, Wade, Br- Wade Brown. Well, they got 20, Carson Shaw, and uh, it wouldn't be Wade Brown. He'd be a receiver. Oh, yeah. It might be Shaw. They, they may start to interchange quarterbacks. Also in there is Caden McDowell. He's Caden another. McDowell, that's who it is.
3: Number 33. Yep, yeah, number 32. Um, he was the, the back on that play.
1: We want to thank uh, our sponsors. They include Northwest Bank, Skeffington's Formal Wear, Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Kemen. As we've come to the end of the first quarter here at Valley Stadium, and the score Dowling 23, Council Bloss Lincoln nothing. And you're listening to Dowling Catholic Football on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
7: Hi, I'm Deacon Mike Mano. And I'm Gina Knoll. Faith on Trial examines the influence of law and society on people of faith. Follow the Faith on Trial Facebook page for upcoming guests and issues.
6: Join us every Thursday at 10 for Faith on Trial. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Northwest Bank. Commitment you can bank on. Northwest Bank is a community bank serving Iowa and Nebraska. NW.BANK. Thank you, Northwest Bank, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
8: Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools.
1: Hey, we're back here at Valley Stadium on Homecoming 2021 for Dowling Catholic. Mark Amadale, Matt Mandering, John Chido. also Athletic Hall of Fame. Induction ceremonies were held today during the pep rally and before the pep rally. Had a chance to uh, meet the the folks inducted in the Hall of Fame, including the one and only Judy Balducci. You, you couldn't do anything at Dowling unless it went through Judy. <laughs> Athletic Secretary, Administrative Assistant. Uh, she was a right-hand person for uh, – Fine athletic director, the late yeah. John Hayes, yeah. and uh, many others. Uh, Becca Hittner in- inducted in the Dowling Hall of Fame class of 2016. Outstanding athlete at Drake. Yep. Jason McMurray and uh, Jake Yasinich, uh, back in 2011, those guys were quite the tandem in football and uh, baseball. Baseball. Yeah. All right, we're underway here, second quarter. As, as Council Bluffs Lincoln with the football and get across the 25 to 26 yard line. So. Maybe a yard that time will bring up fourth down and 12 for the links, and the Dowling defense has held the links, uh, Matt, to just one first
3: down so far. They tried that quick hitter to the outside to McCarthy, and uh, Lusaggio hit him, you know, right away and got to it, but the defense was right there to plug it, you know, to to plug it up and, and no gain. And so here the defense he- makes a stop and gives the offense the ball back.
1: All right, Oliver in to punt once again. Connor Oliver gets it away. It's a short kick. Dowling's going to let it bounce inside the 45 of uh, Council Bluffs. Now the ball must have been touched. Now there's a scramble on the field. This could not be good as they stop the clock. and the Dowling recovered. I think what happened
3: was it ended up hitting a, a Abraham Lincoln player. Player, And so then you can scoop
1: and score. You can do whatever you want right. there's no penalty. Blake Anderson picked it up for the Maroons, and Dowling will have it first and 10 from... The Lynx 45 yard line. And now we've got a message. We've got a flag down, and we'll f- get the uh, call from our official tonight. It's Chris Short who's on the microphone. And the penalty is going to be against Dowling. So the Maroons, instead of starting at the Council Bluffs 45, will be backed up here with. As we're underway here in the second quarter, let's go down to the Dowling sideline. That is where John Chido is at, Johnny.
2: Well, I noticed tonight uh, the defense. Vince for Dowling's been widened out and t- kind of take away that stretch play and let the, uh, not allowing uh, Council Bluffs Abe Lincoln's running back to get that edge because they got a couple quick running backs can get the edge pretty quick and forcing them to run up the middle to Dowling's interior line where their strength is and and they've done a great job up front for Dowling.
1: Yeah, they certainly have. Maroons lose 10 yards, and Dante Cataldo remains a quarterback. He'll send three receivers left, one to the right, 23 nothing. Maroons. Cataldo looks right, fires the ball downfield to, uh, again, to Carson Braddock. Caught inside the 30. He's going to go all the way in for the touchdown. Ball was placed perfectly, so Carson could high-point it. He out-distanced the uh, receiver, out-jumped him, and then out-distanced wow. him. Touchdown, Maroons from 55 yards. <laughs> Marculia
3: standing up here like a proud, the proud guy. He's been calling that since call the first quarter. Is, I he Yes, oh. He has. And. Hey, could you tell him, Mr. Mainry, yeah. that the
1: coach's box is down on the north end of the press box here at Valley?
3: I think he's called enough games to get a lifetime pass, doesn't he? Oh, you? not
1: one of those tenured people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Extra point by Diego Leon is I'll tell you what Dante Cattello, Cattello, yeah. Two passes and one touchdown. How about that? Yeah. The extra point is up. And it is good. So Diego Leon remains perfect. The Maroons lead it 30 to nothing. 11.02 remaining second quarter. Back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
4: Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, dot dentalassociatescom Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Kemen.com. Thank you, Kemen, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. And
1: we're back here at Valley Stadium as the Maroons now up 30 to nothing as we're early here in the second quarter as the Maroons go two plays. And 55 yards capped off by a Dante Cataldo, 55-yard touchdown pass to Carson Brown, and the extra point being good. So the Maroons lead it 30 to nothing. Diego Leone will kick off, and it's a high end over end. Will it go into the end zone? And it will. <laughs> this, time, this, time, this time it did. This time Carson yeah. Shaw let it go. So the Maroons lead it 30 to nothing. Let's go down the Dowling sideline. And uh, offensively, the Maroons moving the ball uh, with two quarterbacks tonight, John Chido.
2: Yeah, they both have been effective and done a fantastic job uh, managing this offense. And, you know, you go back to that last pass, and that's an R4 system, which you're re- it's a pre-snap read, and you've got one-on-one coverage, no help over the top. And Dante's made two great throws to put it where Car- Carson Brown can catch it.
1: And thus the Maroons with the lead. Other games, Waukee leading Johnson Johnson 24-3. to That's Dowling's next opponent, and that's in the first half. So the Maroons, or rather Johnson, losing. And now here's a first down carry from the Council Bless Lincoln 20-yard line, and they give it to one of their tailbacks, and I think that is Carson Shaw in there now for yeah. Hayes, yep. and he gets it across the 20 up to the 25-yard yeah, was, line. So it'll bring up. Second and five, and we also had another update. Uh, Noah, Noah up- Seamer on the tackle there. I got Valley over Marshalltown halftime, 21-6. to six. And 42-0 Ankeny over Roosevelt up in Ankeny tonight. So Roosevelt starting the year undefeated now, potentially going to lose two in a row. All right, second and five, and Lasaggio keeps the football, runs the read option, fakes the handoff, keeps it over the right side, and gets a couple yards up to the 27-yard line. And it'll bring up third down and five for the Lynx. You know, one thing
3: about the Lynx uh, that they are doing, you know, they don't throw the ball much, so it does keep the clock rolling. And uh, as they continue to work, try to work their
1: way down the field and get that second first down. Right now it's third and three for Council Bloss Lincoln. Here is the read option. This time they will give it to the tailback. And he's hit, and that's Hayes back in there. And he stood up right at the... Well, they're going to say it's a first down. And it's uh, yep. across the 30-yard line up to the 31.
3: Yeah, so it, this is an easier one to see because you just got to get to the 30 there. And uh, there was a maroon i didn't pick up the number that was in the backfield and missed. It
1: and missed. And, yeah. and I thought the ball got loose. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. But uh, they, nonetheless, they signaled the first down. So two receivers each side of the formation, first and ten. Council blessed Lincoln from their own 31-yard line. Again, is. The tailback that gets the handoff, and he's hit and stood up at the 37-yard line. He'll gain six yards on a nice little run that time and scamper by which one? It, I think it is. I, th- uh, well,
3: I think that is. It's Caden um, McDowell. Yeah, I think in there. McDowell now. back in there. So he's gone he's off with a little bit of a limp, and so we'll see if he comes back in the game. So McDowell
1: gets yardage up to the 37-yard line. We'll give him six yards. It'll bring up second and four for the Lynx. Work with two receivers on each side of the football. No tight end. Here's a snap. And the snap was off to the side of the quarterback, Lusaggio. He got it, and he just kept it. And then play kind of broke down. And I think he may have lost two. He did. He lost two yards back to the 35 there, Matt.
3: Yeah, Jimmy Wanick came from that linebacker position and just made a nice play and, and took the legs out from under um, Lusaggio as he went through. And I think, yeah, it was a little dis—there was a little— not very um, smooth in the backfield there. Yeah, that the yeah. snap
1: went to the right of the quarterback, and he's out working out of the shotgun, but he had to go get it, and that, that took his eyes off the defense, yeah. and that that's never good. All right, uh, Andrade goes in motion. That's Carlos. Back to throws. Lusaggio, he's being chased in the backfield. Back to the 20 and still avoiding tacklers. Back to the 15-yard line. Oh. Now he unloads it into the no. – uh, uh, stands, that it's incomplete on the far sideline, and, and did it go past the line of scrimmage?
3: I don't know, but there's a block in the back as they were trying to, yeah, I don't think it made the line of scrimmage. There was a lot that didn't happen there
1: for <laughs> he, Abraham Lincoln. The thing is, did he get outside the pocket? We're going to have a penalty coming up here, folks. Chris Short, our referee, let's see if we can pick up the conversation. He's uh, visiting with Coach Wilson now. like he'd be holding on Council Bloss Link. And they will decline it, Will Dowling. Jake Travers, a left guard, guilty of the hold.
3: They had Lusaggio just scrambling for his life back there as that front four from Dowling was just, they were through in a hurry. And I believe it was, yeah, I believe it was um, Carson Hagan was the first guy through. So bring f- that front four, will yeah, bring up
1: fourth and seven for Council Bluffs Lincoln back on their own 35-yard line. Oliver into to punt. And he came in the season averaging 28 and a half yards. Punt is away, and it's fielded by Dowling at the 35. And this is Cooper Nicholson looking for a return to the right. He's crossed midfield 50, down the blocker. far side, and think 45, and he's finally run out of bounds inside right around the 35 yard line. The official there right at the 35 yard line. So that is a 30 yard return because the line of scrimmage was the 35. Yeah. <laughs> and, he returned at 30 yards, first and 10 Dowling from the Council Bluffs, Jeff, Council Bluffs Lincoln 35-yard line with 7.53 remaining here in the second quarter. Dowling 30, Council Bluffs Lincoln nothing. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline and John Chido down there. Johnny, the Dowling defense has really put the Dowling offense in great field position.
2: Yeah, they have, and that's the one thing that, that we noticed tonight is Dowling's field position, starting their drives has been fantastic, and we have not seen that all season, and courtesy of the Dowling defense.
1: Now, Jake English in at quarterback. They uh, fake the end around to C.J. Phillip, and they give it right up the gut to the tailback, and he takes tacklers uh, all the way down inside the 20-yard
3: line. I think it was a little shovel pass to Jalen Thompson.
1: Oh, what that's it who it was. Yeah, okay. so it was
3: the tight end and a little shovel pass to him, a well-designed play, and Jalen didn't have anybody
1: around him, and he's running down the field, and the last man for Abraham Lincoln got him. Down to the 17-yard line, so an 18-yard reception to uh, Jalen Thompson. Good catch that time, Coach. First down, Maroons. Now Dowling will back on the ground and running with the football into the end zone. Touchdown is Cam Middleton from 17 yards out. So the Maroons, two plays, 35 yards, and another score. And Dowling has blown this open. It's 36-0 pending the extra point. Cam Middleton –
3: there was a kid hanging onto his jersey, and he drug him the last five yards as he kept those big legs going of his. And he, I just love to watch him run when he gets those knees up and, and run like that. That's a lot of fun.
1: Two plays, 35 yards on the Dowling drive. Diego Leone in for the extra point. Runs down a, a player, so they'll run in. Uh, Danny Nielsen as one of the linemen. English will hold, and Jake English was in on that series, a quarterback for Dowling. The runs have Interchange both quarterbacks. Dante Cataldo, the sophomore, and English, the senior. Here's a snap by Hagen. The ball down. The kick is up. And Diego Leone is perfect. It's good. 37 nothing. Dowling. We'll take a break here in the second quarter as Dowling leads Council Bluffs Lincoln with 726 remaining here in the second quarter from Valley Stadium. Dowling's homecoming back in one minute on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org.
6: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formalware. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formalware, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffington's.com.
7: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75%, yes, 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits beginning January 1st of this year. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever, online, ctoiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future.
1: Welcome back to Valley Stadium. Mark Amadale, Matt and John Chido is Dowling set to kick off. Maroons, the home team tonight on their homecoming, wearing their home maroon uniforms with uh, white numbers and white pants and helmets. Council Bloss Lincoln, the Lynx in their blue pants, white jerseys, red helmets, and red numbers. And on the return, that's Carson Shaw. He fielded it about the 7-yard line, returns it up to the 19-yard line. That is where Council Bloss Lincoln will start, first and 10 from their own. 27-yard line appears, and let's go down the Dowling sideline, and that is where John Chido is at. Johnny, it's uh, been pretty good for the Dowling offense tonight. They've taken advantage of a very short field.
2: Yeah, they sure have, and and Matt mentioned this too, watching Cam run with uh, authority tonight, uh, keeping his legs moving and getting that edge a a lot quicker uh, than I've had, And, and I think he's healthy Healthier than he has been the last couple games have been banged up, and you can really tell that tonight he's, he's doing well.
1: Yeah, you're certainly right, uh, Johnny. Is uh, first down, Council bless Lincoln from their own 19-yard line, they spot it. They give it to the uh, tailback, and let's see, is that Shaw who remained in there? He returned the kickoff, and he stayed in, and he tried to turn the corner, a little jet sweep, Matt, and no gain on the play. May have lost a yard back to the 18 is where they're going to spot it. Yeah, they're going to bring that ball back in penalty We're not going to hear it. We're going to try. So they're going to get Connor Oliver, who's also receiver along with doing the punting duties for Council Bloss Lincoln, with a block in the back, and that will back up the links. Seven minutes, 11 seconds remaining. First quarter, or rather, first half here in the second quarter. It's 37-0 Dowling. Now, the, the running clock does not begin until the second half, so this first half will have to be played out into... With the game stop, the clock stop, rather. So they back him up to the nine-yard line. So it's half the distance to the goal on the penalty. And now Eli Lusaggio, the quarterback, back to throw oh. from his own end zone off his back foot. The pass is incomplete. Tried to hit Mikhail Hayes, his tailback, to the right of the formation, but he short-hopped it because of pressure by, pressure by the
3: uh, uh, it Dallas like, defense. Yeah, it looked like Jalen Pettis on the, on the pressure there for the Maroons. And uh Lusaggio just doesn't have any time back there once he gets back. And uh, the thing that that does for the Lynx is it doesn't give them any option when they run. I mean, all they can do is run the football right now.
1: All right, Lusaggio will step uh, in the, out of the shotgun at the five-yard line, the inside handoff, and hit and dropped immediately back at the five, maybe to the six. The tailback gets up and... That's uh, Michael Hayes back in there, and he loses yardage, loses three yards back to the Council Bluffs six-yard line. I believe that was
3: Stephen Young. We got a couple other players coming in there now. I couldn't quite pick up the number. I believe that Steve Young made the Stephen Young made the stop on that play. Senior defensive
1: lineman. All right, Hayes will stay in. He'll be to the right of the quarterback. It is third and 23, Council Bluffs Lincoln. Here's a snap from their own six-yard line. Out of the end zone, Lusagio has the ball picked off, intercepted at the 15-yard line, and Dowling's going to take it in, and that's Townsend, the senior captain linebacker, who's already scored an offensive touchdown. He gets a pick six from 25 yards out. Good pressure up front again from the Maroons. Again, Lusagio
3: had no time back there. He throws it over the middle. Where you know the golden rule is, you never throw late over the middle, and he threw it over the middle, and uh, Townsend's right there to take it
1: and uh, and cashed it in. And well, with 6:08 remaining here in the second quarter, Dally now extends its lead to 43-0 over Council Bluffs Lincoln, and the extra point coming up. See if the Bruins will uh, they will they will change uh, kickers. It'll be David Robinson. Robertson for his first extra point. Ball down, kick is high enough, long enough, and it's good. Nice. So David Roberts it. puts it through, and it's 44 nothing. Dowling. We'll take a break with 6.08 remaining here in the second quarter. Dowling leading Council Bless Lincoln, 44 nothing from Valley Stadium on Dowling's homecoming here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
0: Have you downloaded the Iowa Catholic Radio app? It's easy through the Apple App Store on iPhone or through Google Play on Android. Search Iowa Catholic Radio and download the app. You can listen to Iowa Catholic Radio talk or Iowa Catholic Radio music. Listening to Iowa Catholic Radio is easy. Support for Iowa Catholic
6: Radio provided by Northwest Bank. Commitment you can bank on. Northwest Bank is a community bank serving Iowa and Nebraska. NW.BANK. Thank you, Northwest Bank, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
8: Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools.
1: And we're back here at Valley Stadium on Dowling's homecoming. David Roberts now kicking off for the Maroons, and the ball will go out of bounds, and the Mar- and Council Bluffs Lincoln will have it. First and ten from their own thirty-five yard line is uh, David Roberts, who handling the kicking responsibilities now. With the Maroons leading forty-four nothing, six oh six remaining second quarter, and uh, David is a six-three uh, senior. Remember him senior last getting year. Getting
3: his shot out there, and that's that's a good thing. He's
1: on the basketball team a, yeah. last year, played yeah. on. Coach O'Connor's final basketball uh, season at Dowling. Let's go down the Dowling sideline. That's where John Chida was at, and it's all maroons tonight. How about that pick six from uh, uh, Townsend there? Uh, Adam Townsend, a, a senior captain, has a rushing touchdown, Johnny, and a defensive touchdown.
2: Yeah, how about that? And you could tell he's a defensive player primarily because when he caught that inter- interception, he was looking, well, should I make contact and lower my shoulder? No, I, I can make it to the edge and get in the end zone. So. <laughs>
1: There's no doubt there. And now Council Bluffs Lincoln from their own 35-yard line. And they keep the uh, ball on the ground, I think, uh, Lusajo. Right now, yeah, you've, you're up at this point. 38-yard line. Go ahead, Dave. Or yeah, go ahead. You know, the yeah, <laughs> I mean,
3: guy with each side of you here. It's, yeah. it's a little confusing. You know, Council Bluffs or, you know, Abraham, they had to sit behind that get in traffic, get here yeah. late, get rushed, never got anything said, and you know, they just come out,
1: and it's been flat for them. Second and eight for Council Bluffs Lincoln from their own 38-yard line. sajo read option, and he's going to hit and drilled. Fake the handoff to his tailback, and that was Hayes, and he took the play to the left and tried to get offside left end, outside left end, and he loses yardage back to yeah. the 35-yard line.
3: Loss of three. When he turned around, there was more maroon there than there was white jerseys, and uh, he didn't have
1: any chance whatsoever to have any kind of a play. Up next for Dowling, the Maroons travel to Johnson next Friday night. We'll be back on our regular time, 6.30 pregame, kickoff at 7 o'clock from Johnson High School. That'll be our next broadcast here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. And now back to throw on third and ten, and Lusage is going to be hit and dropped. He'll be sacked inside the 20-yard line. Mata. They'll spot forward progress, and that is that our homecoming candidate, is, Mata oh, Brua? Yeah,
3: Mata Brua gets back there and gets the sack on the play, and, and uh, good play for him. Great young man,
1: and, and uh, got it going. Young man who did not play, the, not yeah. suit the first two games yeah. due to health reasons, but yep. he was cleared to play. And they're going to spot it back to the 21-yard line. So a 14-yard sack for Mata. It'll bring up 4th and 23 for Council Bluffs Lincoln. Oliver in there. Good snap. And he gets it away. This is uh, Connor Oliver with the kick. And Dowling will fair catch it by Cooper Nicholson right at the 46-yard line of Council Bluffs Lincoln. That's where Dowling will take over. And the runes have started here at their Council Bluffs Lincoln 20, 19, and now forty six yard line. Pretty good field position. On the break, we'll talk about the thirty five point rule. <laughs> so let's go down to the Dowling sideline. That is where John Chido is at. Johnny?
2: Yeah, it's been a luxury for the Dowling offense to start on on the other team's side of the fifty on on every drive except for the, the after the safety and the 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 one kickoff. So it's been a great night for the Maroon offense.
1: Absolutely and now English the handoff right up the gut it goes and that is the Dowling tailback, C.J. Phillip, taking it right between the two guards and center, and he gets it all the way down to the 32-yard line. He picked up 14 nice yards.
3: Yeah, nice run for C.J., and and uh, he kept his wheels going too and, and churning down the field. That offensive line is just making making holes now, and, and it is really aggressive.
1: It is. Kyle Rockers, the left tackle. Cade Batterton, at left guard. Now back to throws. English fires the ball out. Pass is caught by Cooper Nicholson, and the ball is... Fumbled, and they're going to say it's a fumble, and it'll be Council Bloss Lincoln football. And right at the 26-yard line.
3: I think, you know, he didn't. Ryan Ortega, I believe, number 12 for Council Council Bloss Abraham, he came up and made a hit as soon as he turned around after he caught that football and popped it out and and caused the fumble.
1: So they say it was a catch and then a fumble, and it'll be. The first turnover against Dowling tonight, with 2:28 remaining here in the it's one of those, second you know, quarter in the in the professional game, you're sitting there wondering if that would be they you know, got to turn and make a play forward. It was pretty bang bang, and and uh, worked against the maroons there. A fumble after the reception would have went, been good for six yards on the reception. Now the they keep the ball on the ground and Lusaggio, I think that is Hayes, that ended they up are. with the, the football, and he did he stay in bounds. He did. No, he, I think
3: he went out of bounds. Oh, they keeping are, the clock they running. are keeping the clock running. We were talking about this. The rule changed a year ago, and uh, now you you run the clock no matter when you're up by 35. So they are. Oh, that's the what clock. they're doing. Yeah, ah,
1: I see. Well, it's no used gain to be, officially. Used to be only the
3: second half. Yeah,
1: after the second half. So it's 44 nothing maroons. Minute 35 remaining in the half. Lusaggio on the read option. The give is to his tailback and. He's brought down, he crosses the 25 up to the 27-yard line, and that, once again, is Mikhail Hayes, the ball carrier for Council Bluffs Lincoln. And they
3: just cannot find anything to have a lot of success with right now, and, and uh, especially when you have no time to throw the football, you're stuck running the ball, and, and Dowling is sitting there able to man up on the edges, and so it puts a lot of pressure, puts a lot
1: of guys in the box. So three receivers to the left, third and nine for Council Bluffs Lincoln, Dowling and Lincoln both have all three of their timeouts at their disposal, but nothing called here. Back to throw throws, Lusaja rolls to his left, being chased, still being chased, stops, fires the ball downfield, the pass is underthrown incomplete as the ricochet goes all the way down to the Dowling 30-yard line to bring up fourth down. That'll, that'll keep the clock running with 45 seconds remaining in the half.
3: Yeah, Lusaja on the run, and he just kind of throws that ball into the ground. And you're right, it was like a rock skipping across the water. It went all the way down to the 30 on <laughs> the other side. It as that as thing that. just kept <laughs> yeah. moving. Yeah, and uh, you know, with the running clock here, they might, they, yeah, they will have to punt it before time runs out. Nope, they reset the clock, and they will not have to punt it. So they don't have to The play clock a play. You, they reset, you're talking right. about. Yeah.
1: Right. Play so, clock so. at 18, and we have 15 so, seconds remaining. So, right, they do not have to snap it, and I don't think they will. I don't think they will either. 44 nothing. John Chida will catch up with head coach Tom Wilson. As we did not have Johnny last week in Iowa City, as we'll go to halftime with the Maroons with a big lead here at halftime, 44 nothing. Matter of fact, the second half will start with the running clock, and uh, we'll give Johnny a moment to uh, – Get in touch with uh, Coach Wilson as the Maroons lead at 44-0. Uh, two touchdowns for Cam Middleton from uh, runs of five and 17 yards, and uh, CJ Phillip a seven-yard run for a touchdown for the Maroons, and Adam Townsend a two-yard rushing touchdown and a 25-yard pick-six touchdown, and that's the scoring for the Maroons. And let's go down to John Chida with head coach Tom Wilson,
2: Johnny. Coach Wilson, what a great start to a, to a first half. Uh, everything going right offensively, being able to move the ball and do a lot of things, and uh, a lot of success in scoring a defensive touchdown as well.
5: Yeah, a lot of things have gone right for us. It's, it's uh, kind of a breath of fresh air, to be honest with you. But I think our kids have come out and done a nice job, and uh, hopefully we can get uh, a lot of kids in the ball game.
2: Well, Coach, best of luck second half. Keep it going. Thank you. All right, John,
1: thank you for that update. Head Coach Tom Wilson. Fizzing with our John Chido on the Dowling sideline as the Maroons lead it by the score of 44-0 here at halftime from uh, Valley Stadium on Dowling's homecoming, Athletic Hall of Fame. And uh, we're going to talk more about uh, the candidates that were involved. And let's take a look at our first-half stats. Coach Seifert did a great job. Jerick Seifert always does a great job with the uh, our stats, and let's take a look at them right now. Dowling with 253 yards of total offense here in the first half, 27 for Council Bluffs Lincoln. Dowling with 129 yards passing, 124 yards in the air. Council Bluffs Lincoln, two yards passing and 25 yards on the ground. The Maroons are penalized three times for 20 yards. Council Bluffs Lincoln, four penalties for 23 yards. 13 first downs for the Maroons, five for Council Bluffs Lincoln. And Dante Cataldo. Two out of two passing, 87 yards and a touchdown. The sophomore coming in in his first completed pass of his career, Jake English went 4 of 5 for Dowling for 42 yards in the start. And for Council Bluffs, Lincoln Eli Lusajo went two out of seven passing for two yards and an interception. Leading ball carrier for Dowling is Cam Middleton. Six carries, 64 yards and a pair of touchdowns. C.J. Phillip, four carries for 41 yards and a touchdown. Jake English, one run for seven yards. And Adam at one carry for two yards and a touchdown. For Council Bloss Lincoln, their leading ball carrier is Mikhail Hayes. 11 carries for 30 yards. And also carrying the ball, Caden McDowell, two carries for five yards. Uh, Steven Smith, one carry for four yards. The leading receiver for... Dowling Catholic was Carson Brown, two catches for eighty-seven yards and a touchdown. Again, last week Carson had no catches against City High. Jalen Thompson, one catch for 18 yards, a Dowling tight end. CJ Phillips, one catch for 12 yards. Mikey McLean, one catch for seven yards, and Cooper Nicholson, one catch for five yards. For Council Bluffs Lincoln, Mikhail Hayes, one catch for one yard, and Tim McCarthy, one catch for one yard. It's all Dowling here in the first half. Forty four nothing, Dowling leading. Council Bluffs Lincoln. Maroons with 253 yards of total offense in the first half, 27 for Council Bluffs Lincoln. We'll take a break and come back as Coach Jepson will join us from the Catholic Football League as Maroons lead at 44-0 here at Valley Stadium at halftime. Along with John Chido and Matt Mandring, I'm Mark Ambedale. Stay tuned. Our halftime guest is coming up here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
4: Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Kemen.com. Thank you, Kemen, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Hey, we're
1: back here at Valley Stadium on Dowling's homecoming and Athletic Hall of Fame night from, as the Bruins lead it here at halftime, 44 nothing over Council Bluffs Lincoln. We're joined by Andy Jepson, the president of the Catholic Football League, and oh, this is going to be good, Coach. We're we going to watch halftime. Yep. The band. We got some uh, theatrics going on, and uh, well, we it's just a, you
9: and I talking football, huh? And we got a comfortable lead for the first time in, <laughs> in five weeks, so that's uh, that's got everybody's spirits a little bit higher.
1: Yeah, including the head coach who just uh, spoke with our John Scheidel, <laughs> and uh, he did sound a little bit more like he had more pep in his step, mm-hmm. and uh, rightly so. It's been it's been interesting but Andy Jepson, thanks for joining us and you got elected president again I mean how, how long is your term run out when's it <laughs> well, run out we were just I, talking I, about I, that I, I
9: don't know what the election process is I, I think it's uh we it, have, they, 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 have some people they, here they, that can they, answer that they, they only let they only let you out with a pint of blood I think or something along those lines
1: <laughs> we have some people here that can answer that you know yeah. <laughs> Andy uh, uh, it sounds like a record year I know uh, on on Saturday mornings I'm out there with uh, volleyball my daughter's in the Catholic uh, volleyball program and Football started here a week or two ago, and the Catholic Football League is going strong with games now being played. Practice is going on, and yep. uh, give our listeners an update yeah. and uh, congratulations! Record turnout, yeah, I love that. It's
9: it's uh, it's, it's really uh, it's really been great to see. We've got um, just just a shade under 600 kids uh, who are playing uh, CFL this year between first and seventh grade. Um, our first through fifth graders are the are the kids that are playing out there on Saturday mornings. It's funny that you say that. I've 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 long thought that the the campus at Dowling Catholic on Saturday mornings in the fall is like it's as close to New York City as you're going to find in in, uh, Des Moines I mean there's people coming out of you know every 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 crevice of that campus on Saturday morning so (laughs) but it's all over but but it's awesome to see all the kids out there and and uh I think almost almost 450 kids playing flag football between first and fifth grade and then another uh roughly 150 who are playing on our sixth and seventh grade tackle teams in the in the mid-Iowa youth football league and um, this is week three, so they're about to be at the halfway point, and uh, things are going great so far. It's, we, we just we're, we're thrilled with the support and the number of kids that are participating. It says a lot about um, kind of the renewed interest in the in the game and in the sport of football, and um, kind of buoys our spirits a little bit that we're 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 doing something right with our model and, and trying to keep kids uh, engaged in the sport. To a later age before we start tackling. I think that uh, that's something that we went to a few years ago, and it seems to have paid dividends uh, so far.
1: You know, we talked about that as you've come on our our half times uh, throughout the football season, Andy, and, and you mentioned that uh, you know the the, uh, the flag football first through fourth grade, and now fifth through eighth grade. Well, actually, fifth through seventh because eighth grade is now part of the high school. Right. And that's for my sideline guy and your your partner in crime, John Shadle, uh, coaches. But yeah, that's that's different. Tackling later in mm-hmm. the uh, in the youth movement, and it seemed to have paid off, especially with uh, uh, the heads up program that 's been going on for quite some time with yep. the concussion awareness that we 're all going through here with football
9: absolutely. I think you know everything from uh, the way that we uh, train and educate our coaches to the quality of the equipment that we 're putting on our kids to the basic model that we 're now following, where you know the trend for a long time, maybe ten years ago was to slide tackle football up earlier and earlier and earlier and you get second and third and fourth graders out there tackling and um, you know with coach Wilson's really his his, at his direction and at his guidance um, we looked at that model and said you know I think we're we're losing kids we we, we, we've got a number of kids that really aren't ready to start tackling in fourth or fifth grade and um, what can we do to maybe fill a niche uh, here in the in the Des Moines area uh, for offering competitive flag football a little bit later and and, and, and you know, I think the question back then was, do you do you lose out on some sort of development with kids that are in fourth or fifth grade? Are we going to be? Are our kids going to be behind by the time they do start to play tackle football? And we we just really haven't seen that. You know, our our sixth and seventh grade teams are are generally pretty competitive in the league that they play in, and obviously once they get up up here to you know to Dowling, uh, the Dowling teams are always very competitive. So I think. Um, you know we're settling into this model where um, we're, just gonna, we're not going to ask kids to, to start making a decision about whether they're ready physically to start tackling until they're a little bit older.
1: This is with Andy Jepson, the president of the Catholic Football League here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our halftime score Dowling leading Council Bless, uh Lincoln by the score of 44-0 here at Valley Stadium on Dowling's homecoming. And Andy, you, you, you talk about the development. I know the coaches that you have coaching, the kids that are out, um, I see kids that are in flag, but also are they wearing helmets too yeah. at times? So you kind of got that as they progress through the league, they're not going to tackle football right away. They're going through – they're putting on the equipment, but it's still flag.
9: Yeah, so our, our, our model is first through third is traditional unpadded seven-on-seven seven flag. Okay. And then fourth and fifth graders are playing what we call transitional flag um, where they've got a helmet and a shoulder pads on. Now this year has been – a, a, a real challenge uh, for a couple reasons. First of all, we've got um, all of the delivery and shipping challenges and, and just supply chain challenges that COVID has brought to us, and we've got a hundred plus extra kids. And so our fourth graders uh, this year we didn't have enough helmets to put all of our fourth graders in helmets, and so we're going with kind of a rugby bonnet to protect their head a little bit while they're playing flag for the first the normal six weeks, and then um, what we're going to offer those kids. Um, is two additional weeks that they normally wouldn't have where we'll put shoulder pads and helmets on them and kind of go through a two-week period at the end of the season where they get that transitional experience. And then, obviously, fifth grade is, is again, transitional flag before they start tackling in uh, sixth grade.
1: Well, what helmets you do have have the Guardians, and that's that's been a big effort. I remember you know, raising money, trying to get enough guardians for every helmet mm-hmm. in the Catholic Football League, whether it's in the flag transitional or the tackle part, yeah. how has that come with uh, COVID and everything? We haven't talked much about that, but the guardians, and you might want to explain to our listeners at home, especially parents that have kids that are thinking about football, yeah. what the guardian means to uh, part of the helmet and the equipment.
9: Yeah, so, so, so uh, guardian caps in, in our, uh, I, you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't say a partnership, but our, our uh, you know, becoming a client of the guardian company, um, essentially what that 's allowed us to do is is it's a it 's a foam padded covering that goes over the outside of the helmet, and we use those for all practices and it, it, right now it 's just sixth and seventh graders it 's just our tackle teams. Um, we could potentially probably put those on our fourth and fifth graders as well, um, but right now we 're just making sure that we 're kind of matching what our eighth grade ninth grade, and on up do um, with that protective device over the top of the helmet it just it just adds another inch or inch and a half layer of foam uh, protection. And, and, you know, candidly, um, especially at at the younger age, it's not so much that you get a bunch of helmet-on-helmet contact, particularly during practice, but, you know, kids are hitting their head on the ground, and and you're not always practicing on um, the best, you know, surface. You're kind of practicing wherever you can find an open patch of grass uh, when you're a fifth or sixth grader. And so having that padding on the outside of the helmet um, it helps with those helmet-to-helmet contacts, or uh, certainly when a kid bangs, the, you know, the back of his head on the ground, and um, you know, it, it's, just, it, it's, it's just another, it's just another step towards trying to, um, you know, preserve kids and, and, and make sure that their safety and their health is is at the forefront of everything we're trying to do.
1: This is with Andy Jepson, the president of the Catholic Football League, here at halftime on Iowa Catholic Radio, uh, Dowling leading Council Bluffs Lincoln. Forty four to nothing here at halftime. The Marines will start the second half with the running clock. Mm -hmm. And if you want more information, I know Andy, DM CatholicFootball.com. We'll give that out a few more times if folks want information. All the contact there. The season's underway. You said that we're into week three this 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 coming starting tomorrow?
9: Yeah, tomorrow tomorrow and and Sunday Sunday, will be week three, uh, which puts us right at the midway point. Uh, the flag kids play six weeks and obviously as I just said the fourth graders will have an extra two weeks this year. Uh, and our tackle teams play five regular season games and then kind of a, a sixth playoff weekend, if you will, uh, to wrap up their season in in uh, uh, about a month, mid, mid-October.
1: And- this doesn't get under this doesn't happen without fundraising because yeah. to afford the equipment to afford the guardians the safety equipment and of course you know you can't have the same equipment that I used back in the 70s and 80s you don't want that handed down right. you got to buy new equipment yeah. you have fundraising and yeah. you had a golf outing this year I know uh, my partner in crime down the sideline uh, John Chido and his uh, his family do a great job with the Des Moines Golf Courses. Talk about that event yeah. and
9: how important that is. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's really important because what it, what it allows, you know, our budget, um, we, we've been able for the five years that I've been uh, on the board and been the president of the board, um, we've been able to keep our registration price flat. We haven't had to increase our, our, our cost per kid to, to register to play. Um, you know, having kids that have played multiple sports now, uh, football is by far the, the the least expensive of any sport that there is to play. At least that that, that my kids have been involved in. Um, you know, I think uh, our tackle kids are are paying somewhere in the ballpark of two hundred and twenty five or two hundred and forty bucks a year um, to to play a sure. uh, you know a three a two month season. And so um, that budget really has is set to kind of maintain what I'll call our normal inventory, but when we want to go do things that are extra like the guardians, or if we want to upgrade the quality of our helmets or uh, upgrade this year, we, we, we bought all brand new reversible um, jerseys for the sixth and seventh graders that uh, are really, really sharp. And our kids are super excited. You know, we're super excited to to have those new jerseys when we want to be able to do those things. That's what the golf outing allows us to do is is kind of create that cushion in our budget to go do some of those extra things Um, that make the experience for the kids safer and and more enjoyable. And and you're right, uh, the Chido family and and, uh, the the golf courses, uh, Waveland and Blank is where we hold that that Mm -hmm. outing every other year. Um, They've been fantastic to us. We've got a long list of sponsors um, that take great care of us and and support our program every year um, by their contributions to that that golf outing. And and candidly, it's just a lot of fun. We have a blast out there. Um, Usually it is the, the last uh friday in the month of july that may be changing a little bit in the year to years to come because that's now become kind of a hands-off dead week for the high school athletes per the state and so um, i know that uh, i caught a little bit of flack from my wife as to why we weren't on vacation and i was sticking around here to run a golf outing uh, during dead week so that may that may have to change uh, a little (laughs) bit going forward and uh, but we'll figure it out. Those guys at, at, uh, at uh, Blank and Waveland take great care of us, and uh, we have a lot of fun with that event.
1: It's a great event, and of course, uh, the website is dmcatholicfootball.com. And of course, I'm sure they have all the uh, information about yep. the future golf outings, but uh, it's not done without sponsorship. I know Iowa Catholic Radio, uh, we sponsor a whole, yep. and we had a foursome now. I understand because I don't golf, but my uh, the guys that were out there, we had one ringer and we had a lot of erasers working. So I don't I, know how I, they yeah, placed. I,
9: I I think that they maybe won the award for the most fun. They had they had a lot of fun that day, uh, and it's it's always great to have the, the sales guys, the, the, the Iowa Catholic Radio guys out there with us. And um, yeah, as you mentioned, the website, um, you know, just for folks that are that are interested in in in, uh, in looking at next season. Uh, We generally open up our registration for the upcoming season about April 1st. Um, That's also when the golf uh, outing information goes up on the website and we start to um, take registrations for foursomes and sponsorships and things of that nature. And um, That'll all come about roughly April 1st of 2022.
1: All right. Well, Andy, we appreciate you uh, coming up here at halftime on – a big night. We missed you on Catholic uh, football night. Where what was that? Couple. I forgot which game it was, but uh, it must have been. Oh, was the Ankeny game? Ankeny game. And yep. you guys all ran across yep. the field. I thought there was one casualty down yep, here in the corner. Yep, yep. It seems like it, it, usually it's a coach, but this time it was
9: an actual young man. Hopefully he's all right. Yeah, we had uh, we, we we had. I actually visited with uh, that young man's uh, grandmother shortly thereafter, and unfortunately we we didn't follow instructions over there in the northeast corner quite the way we were supposed to, which sometimes happens with with uh, third fourth and fifth graders so uh, but no everybody had a had a good night that night and and um, I think we had almost 500 kids running across the field that night which is it's just awesome to see it it, like I said earlier it kind of lifts our spirits you know our spirits on the board Mm -hmm. to see uh, such great participation and the level of interest and energy in the game kind of returning to to what it was uh, in years past,
1: certainly was. We thank you for all the hard work you drive the ship. You have a lot of people that help you no out, doubt, no including doubt. my uh, cohort. And I don't know if John, John, are you on on Mike down there, or are you in the locker room. i I'm never, never know if he is or not. Hey, he's 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 giving instructions to Coach Wilson, so never mind. There you right? go. There you go. <laughs> but uh, anything you want to mention to our listeners, Catholic football football league. Uh, folks, that's what we're talking about. DM Catholic com. The president, Andy Jepson with me.
9: Yep. Anybody, anything else you want to just, mention to our listeners? Just a huge thank you to all the parents, all the, all the uh, athletes that are participating this year and, and um, yeah, extra special thanks to all the dads uh, and moms. Uh, this year, we've got a couple of moms who are coaching. Um, obviously the, the, it's a parent run league and, and, and we pride ourselves on that. And, and we couldn't do what we do without tremendous participation. And, and, uh, and interest from uh, a ton of parents so so thanks to all of you that are supporting us.
1: When I sneak out in the field after my between my dollar, daughter's volleyball matches, they're never back to back. I always got an hour break I go out there, sportsmanship everybody doing the right thing yeah. uh, I'm very impressed with the teamwork, the commitment of the kids and accountability that's all very present out there and the one thing that is is my brother, he's out there officiating that. Yeah. How'd you hire well, that's, him that's the to reason. keep the rule that, That's uh, the I mean, reason you're, you're seeing are My brother Matt's out there, he's yeah. at a high school game tonight but you hired him on Saturdays. I can't well, believe that.
9: We we actually we actually hire uh, one gentleman. Chris Lynch is his name, and he's he's a he's a local official that mm-hmm. organizes all of the officials in the area. And um, I, I would be remiss to not thank Chris. He's been a godsend for us. Um, he, he our league is so much more efficient and and better run because of the fact that we've got. Um, certified, and, you know, highly skilled officials, reffing everything from a first-grade game through our seventh-grade games. I think the, the the parents appreciate that. I know the coaches do. And, you know, it uh, keeps the skirmishes between the coaches and the, and the officials to a to a dull roar most weekends, and, and that's always a, a good thing.
1: Andy, thanks for joining us once again. You're always welcome, as you know. And best luck to those Grandview University yeah, Vikings. Folks, this is the quarterback coach, and they're putting up big numbers. Uh, kind of like he did when he played for the Barnstormers and Manson Northwestern for uh, Manson, Manson Northwest when he played for his dad, putting up big numbers there at Grandview
9: U. And you've got a game tomorrow at noon at Williams Stadium. Yeah, one o'clock tomorrow actually. Oh, it's one uh, now. Okay, yeah, we're we're homecoming tomorrow, so we're backed up an hour from I normal, see. and um, we've got Evangel coming to town and and uh, looking to get to five and zero, another successful start and some really really talented guys. So. Uh, anybody looking for a, a football fix tomorrow afternoon in the area, come check us out.
1: Absolutely. Andy Jepson's my guest. Andy, thank you for all you do. And I'm sure we'll talk to you maybe before the year's over. Sounds great. All Appreciate right. it very much. You bet. Thanks for uh, coming down. And that's Andy Jepson, our guest here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. We're going to take a break, come back with more of the second half. Dowling leading 44 nothing over Council Blus Abraham Lincoln. We'll return to Valley Stadium and talk more about homecoming and the Athletic Hall of Fame uh, that Dowling in- inducted tonight. And we'll be back with that after these messages here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is
6: provided by Skeffington's Formalware. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formalware, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at Skeffingtons.com.
7: What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future.
1: And we're back here at Valley Stadium. Homecoming for Dowling Catholic as the Maroons lead at halftime 44-0. Alongside Matt Mandring and John Scheidel, I'm Mark Amadale. Glad you could join us. We have the second half coming up. If you joined us late, well, we were late tonight. Uh, uh, Council Bluffs Lincoln on their trip down I-80 from Western Iowa ran into a severe traffic uh, tie-up that tied up traffic around the Stewart area. So we were about a half hour late starting, just under. So uh, we obviously Coach Wilson gave Council Bluffs Lincoln and Head Coach John Wolf all the chance when when the bus left and got here you know, you've been kind of involved with that before, Matt. Uh, it's every easy when you have a delayed start because of transportation issues, and that happened to Council of Bless Lincoln tonight, but we yeah. started about 25 minutes late, which wasn't bad considering what we, we no, thought we heard. No, you
3: know, and you feel bad for those kids. That's a long time of sitting in that oh, bus yeah. and uh, wait for traffic and everything to get unplugged, and you're sitting there with the anticipation of getting to a game, and you already got a two-hour road trip anyway, and, and uh, that's that's tough. You know, it's I've been involved in a few of those situations where it's been because of weather. Things get delayed either after the game starts and everything. I mean, it's just
1: hard to get hard to get the motor running
3: after a long delay like that. Yeah, it certainly is.
1: And again, we want to thank Andy Jepson, the president of Catholic Football League, for joining us here. At halftime from Valley Stadium, and uh, let's take a look at the, uh, well, let's talk about the Hall of Fame. That happened earlier today. Most of the recognition was done at Dowling, and congratulations to the inductees. They include Judy Balducci, who was a longtime athletic administrative assistant, not only to uh, uh, the late uh, John Hayes, but uh, many others, and she coordinated a lot of events at at Dowling, including the annual steak fry we had on the the soap game for uh, football to start the year. Uh, Soap game we, Well, that, that's it was, that's a blast yeah. from the past. Yeah, right they there. they kinda of called it that but then we had the steak fry and Judy had to find cook, so you know, a lot of time Mr. Ron yeah. Gray, I don't know why they got a wrestling coach and golf coach to do it, but he, <laughs> he cooked a lot of the steaks and yeah, they were pretty good. He called them roadkill for some reason. I don't know what oh, that meant, yeah. but it was yeah. uh, but Judy was a tremendous uh, in her job and I worked closely with her for many years. She was there from nineteen eighty eight to two thousand in the athletic office and Congratulations to her, her husband, John, who runs the chain gang. He's the clip guy. He's retiring after this year. He's going to pass the chains over. And uh, her daughter's uh, Lisa, Lisa McLean, Coach McClain's uh, oh, wife. Okay. And uh, Krista Eckhart. So if you see the Eckharts and McClains, they're all in West Des Moines. And uh, congratulations to Judy. Uh, the next inductee was John Wilkinson, longtime softball and basketball coach, became head coaches in both uh, both sports, but he was a longtime coach. Uh, feeder program coach, and uh, Mm. I bet he had 40 years of coaching, 20 years at Dowling, and uh, he was uh, six years the head softball coach and uh, took Dowling to the state championship back in 2004, and he was 11 seasons as the girls' varsity uh, assistant, and then he was the head coach at Dowling Basketball, replaced Bob and Sharon Hanson, and then when he retired, Bob and Sharon Hanson replaced him. It's kind of one of those deals, Matt, but uh, he's now coaching softball at DMac. And congratulations to uh, John Wilkinson and his wife, Robin, and his family were all there today. Jason McMurray was one of the uh, – he and his fellow 2011 graduate, Jake Yosnich, both went in. And they both shared baseball and football as their sports. Uh, Basketball for Jason McMurray and Jake Yosnich was track. And they both went on to college and had tremendous baseball careers. matter of fact, Mr. McMurray was drafted by the Dodgers and played for the Angels. So – and he lives right now in Urbandale with his wife, Brooklyn, and kids. And, of course, his parents, Scott and Therese. Teresa, uh, Jason McMurray. Congratulations to him. And then Jake Yosinich, his parents, Pat and Aaron, who now live in A-Dale. They used to live in Beaverdale. But when Jake left, they moved They moved out. So. There. <laughs> there, you know, so I
3: saw a proud uh, baseball coach, Coach
1: O'Neill Yes, we were. He, Tim O'Neill. He had, you know, year-to-year to year today, all day long. Yep, and, uh, of course, uh, Jake Yosinich coaching for – uh, the Xavier Musketeers uh in in Cincinnati Ohio and the final inductee in the Dallin Athletic Hall of Fame was Becca Hittner 2016 graduate played basketball and soccer people forget she was a yeah. pretty good soccer yeah. player and she finished her career at Drake and then she played overseas last year before retiring she's part of the Drake coaching staff and her parents are here Nick and Jill they live in Herberdale just north of me and uh, her older brother Jonathan and her sister Allison so that is the Athletic Hall of Fame for 2021, and uh, congratulations. Judy Balducci, John Wilkerson, Jason McMurray, Jake Yacin, and Becca Hittner, and we are underway. Believe it or not, the second half has started with the running clock. Uh, Matt is uh, Dowling leading 44-0. And Cedar Council Bluffs Lincoln will have the football first. Hey, John are you still with us? Uh, come on in.
2: I am, Mark. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I tried to get back to you, but you, you cut me off.
1: I did because I said, "All oh, dead air, dead air." He's, in. <laughs> you know, Jepson and I knew you were talking to Coach Wilson and giving him, uh, you know, some hits for the second half. Oh uh, yeah, that, that's
2: what I was. Doing. <laughs> that's
1: my advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First down, Council Bluffs Lincoln. The line of scrimmage is. Their own twenty-two yard line, and the give is to the uh, tailback. And let's see, we're gonna have a lot of numbers going in yeah. uh, this contest. And I don't think they've you know, they, think
3: I'm trying they, to think. You know, is that I, Shaw? I think they, yeah, they've rotated some people in already. Yeah, that's and, Shaw
1: that made the, yep. the carry. So we're gonna see a lot of different players come in throughout this contest with the running clock. Maroons up forty-four, nothing, and Council Bluffs Lincoln now with the second and nine, a gain of one that time from their own. 23-yard line. Quarterback is uh, Eli, Eli Lusaggio and the give is to an inside handoff, and going nowhere, maybe a yard of the 23-yard line, mm-hmm. is the tailback, Caden McDowell. I see you in there now. You have you have Zach Harnden in
3: there, and you got Kai Woods, senior, that's getting some snaps out there in the defensive line as well, and and uh, so we are seeing a lot of uh, fresh faces out there, getting a chance to get on the field and and make an impact during a a varsity game. No question
1: about that as uh, got some scores to pass along. We'll get those here in a moment uh, as now it's third and nine for Council Bluffs Lincoln. Here's a snap. Lusaggio fakes the handoff and he keeps it and he gets the ball up to the 25 yard line. He'll gain two yards and it will bring up fourth down for the Lynx.
3: Good play by Jimmy Wanick at that linebacker position and uh, you know he's those opportunities right now, as a junior, he's getting out there and that with this rotation, um, this sets the stage for him. For, you know, for a year from now, and and it does. get those reps and
1: and uh, get out there and make plays. So bring up fourth down as Oliver will be in to punt. That is Connor Oliver. As a final from Ankeny, it was uh, Ankeny forty-nine, Roosevelt six. The final in a top ten matchup. Penalty flag. Is down the kick goes out of bounds right about the forty-five of Council Bluffs Lincoln. And where's the? I, well, maybe not. And I, I think I he, pe- he picked one. it up. Yeah. yeah, it was thrown right around the forty-yard line. So Dowling will start first and ten from their own from the Council Bluffs Lincoln forty-five yard line. If you joined a sleigh, Dowling with a uh, three rushing touchdowns, two of them by Cam Middleton, the other by C.J. Phillip, and the other, I'm sorry, two uh, four rushing touchdowns. The the second one was by Adam Townsend. And then uh, they were set up by pretty good passing. The Maroons have not missed a beat tonight. And it will be first down Maroons from the Council Bluffs Lincoln, 45. And Dante Cataldo leading the way. And he hands it off to the tailback and running right through there. And Jack in the open Moore. field is Jack Moore, yeah. the 6-foot,
3: 175-pound junior. And he was he took off and, and uh, had an open crease there and, and picked up the easy. He was in touch for the first 10 yards. And a uh,
1: nice run here for Jack. It's so all the way down to the 31 yard line. 14 yard run on first down for Dowling Catholic. We got Dante Cataldo in at quarterback and Crunchlow up there at that, that fullback position as the offense starts to move. Cataldo back to throw and he fires it out. Mikey McLean with the catch. His uh, grandmother, Judy Balducci, went into the Hall of Fame tonight. And it catches down at the catch is down to the 27 yard line to pick up a four.
3: Uh, you know, he gets those um, winning a state championship in that 100 yard. In a hundred-yard dash, uh, young Mickey uh, and, and the two twenty, Mikey and the two hundred, and the two hundred. And, and, yeah. yeah. and so he's got that speed, and uh, get him on the edge, and it'd be fun
1: to watch him run. So it is second and seven maroons, as you mentioned, Dante toddle in, and the give is the tailback. That's Jack Moore, and he's slicing his way down inside the twenty-five, and he's near a first down. He may have picked it up. Yeah, it's going to be right at the
3: stick, and they are moving the chains here as they got it to him. You know the the. Dowling offense right now has most of the, I think it has that starting outfit, you know, in that offensive line, and uh, they are going to sit there and pound this first series in, and then I imagine we'll start to see some rotations.
1: Now at last report, Waukee leading Johnston 31-12, to and they're looking for their first win as the Runes keep the ball on the ground. As they get it down inside the 20, down to the 19-yard line.
3: Yeah, a couple other scores. Irvindale up big on uh, Des Moines East, 49-7. to And uh, the last score out of Marshalltown Valley was up 42-12. to Southeast folk up on Waterloo West,
1: 42-7. to All right, we'll try to keep you abreast and updated with the scores in 5A. And uh, the give is to... Looked like Hunter Crutchlow. Crutchlow in there now as they take out Jack Moore and put Crutchlow in, and they're going to just interchange. Now they're interchanging their uh, tackles here, Matt. So Dowling with a lot of personnel changes. Third and four Maroons from the 15-yard line. Uh, Pick up a six that time by Crutchlow. Six minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Dowling 44, Council Bluffs Lincoln nothing with the running clock tonight from Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. Mark Amadale, Matt Mandring, John Scheidel. The give is to the uh, tailback for the Maroons, and that is Hunter Crushelow again. And the junior is hit and stopped maybe toward the – he may have lost a yard back he to the 16. Have. He did.
3: It's going to bring a fourth and five, six. Doesn't look like they're going to kick the field goal. They're going to
1: keep the offensive unit on the field. So a one-yard loss brings up fourth and five. Dante Cataldo is the quarterback. He's got two receivers to the right. Bo Gamble split out wide right. Here's Cataldo with one receiver to the left. Tied in is on the left. Here's a snap. Dante looking left, throws left. Pass is caught. Nice catch that time by Nick Calvert. And he's got the first down inside the 10 down to the seven-yard line.
3: Nick Calvert, nice catch out there. And a quick throw from Cataldo and, and got him and and uh, in stride and, and completes the pass for the first down. Nine-yard gain
1: on the play. The Bruins bring in Jack Moore returns to the contest. And I think the fullback will be Crushlow. He'll play the tailback, excuse me. Two receivers to the right. And the... Uh, Snap to Cataldo. Read option, and he gets to crushle inside the five. He's hit and dropped at the four-yard line. He'll gain three, and will bring up second and goal from the three. Nice
3: tackle there, I believe. I had the wrong number there, but I you know, tackled by the Lynx player and, and got Crunchlow as he got down in there, but nice run.
1: He had a nice little hole yeah, initially, and it closed fast. It closed quick. Yeah. All right, it is second and goal at the four for the Bruins, they'll call it. Cataldo, out of the shotgun, pistol formation with two receivers to the right. Cataldo, handoff again to crush low. penalty flag down, touchdown Crushlow. but this may be coming back as the back judge through the flag. Yeah, probably going to be holding. They've been
3: interchanging. Most of the offensive line now has been interchanged out, and uh, we'll see what the call
1: is here. I want to thank our sponsors here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network tonight. They include Northwest Bank, Skeffington's Formal Ware, Kemen, mercy one and the catholic tuition organization that penalty will be assessed against Dallin.
3: yeah usually it's not too surprising when the bag judge throws it into the middle of the of the line there as they're coming down the
1: field that's usually the call well we want to thank our officials as we uh, should be doing in every sport uh, including tonight's crew chris short is our referee from west des moines the umpire is steve grattaville from boone Jeff Whelan from Waukee is our linesman. The line judge is Brian Weber from Grimes. And the back judge, Dicarlo Long from West Des Moines. We want to thank them for uh, being here. And if they weren't here, we couldn't have the game. Matter of fact, a few games were postponed tonight because they didn't have officials. Really? Now, yeah. Uh, I just saw that on Twitter. As now a pass from Cataldo. It's caught by Bo Gamble. And he catches it right around the 7-yard line for a gain of, get some of those yardage back, gain of 6.
3: Yeah, cut it in half, and that's what you want to kind of do in that situation there is to cut the yardage in half and give yourself a a good shot at the end zone here inside the 10-yard line.
1: So to bring up third and goal Dowling from the 7-yard line. Again, the Marins were assessed a a 10-yard holding penalty that pushed them back as they were down inside the 4 of Council Bluffs Lincoln forty four nothing Dowling and here's a read option and the give is to the uh, tailback for the Maroons and that is Jack Moore and he's he's angling for the touchdown he is in the end zone touchdown Moore it's like he zigzagged in the little hole the right guard and tackle gave him and who is that by the way because they've interchanged their offensive line yeah
3: Jack yeah I don't the line up front it was hard to say you know Jack Moore got in there and got behind a couple of those big guys and and ducked and dive and made it down across the end
1: zone nice run for him. So Jack Moore becomes the fifth Dowling player to rush for a touchdown tonight. The Maroons have scored five rushing touchdowns, and the extra point is up, and it is good. So the Maroons lead it 50 to nothing, with 3.30 remaining here in the third quarter. The clock is stopped. We'll be back after this timeout here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
0: Iowa Catholic Radio is now available on your smart speaker. Step one, say
8: Alexa, enable the Iowa Catholic Radio skill.
0: Or enable it through your Alexa app. Step two,
8: say Alexa, open Iowa
0: Catholic Radio. Now enjoy listening to Iowa Catholic Radio through your smart speaker. Support for
6: Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Northwest Bank. Commitment you can bank on. Northwest Bank is a community bank serving Iowa and Nebraska. N-W-B-A-N-K. Thank you, Northwest Bank, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
8: Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic Schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools schools.
1: Hey, we're back here at Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. Homecoming for Dowling Catholic and Athletic Hall of Fame induction. We have to get our homecoming candidates. We'll get those in and let you know who are the king and queen are. Dowling up 51 nothing after the extra point. Maroons go 10 plays 55 yards, and now the kickoff by Dowling Catholic, and it'll be fielded by the Lynx, and on the return across the uh, 10-yard line, and I believe that was Carson Shaw on the return, and he will spot him down there. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline. A lot of players getting in tonight, John Chido and uh, a different group that scored and jack moore with his first touchdown of
2: the year yeah jack moore uh, had a lot of nice runs there and and uh loved the loved his style of running north south and uh, with his pad level low and also hunter crutch getting some carries you had clayton witten up front anthony cannell connell up front danny nielsen so you're seeing a lot of new faces but which is a great thing to see because we haven't been able to see that up until now
1: that is correct as uh Thank you, John, for that report. 322, the game clock continues to run here. Dowling leading 51 nothing over Council Bluffs Lincoln. And now Lusago keeps the ball on the ground. Penalty flag down. He's run out of bounds. Line of scrimmage was back at the seven-yard line, and now they run him out of bounds, and this is going to come back. I think it's a hold in the yeah, backfield.
3: Looks like you've got a hold in there
1: and turn him back one more time. Maroons have scored six touchdowns tonight, all on the ground. Two by Cam Middleton, two by Adam Townsend. One, well, one by Adam Townsend. One was a pick six. And then uh, Jack Moore on a touchdown, a C.J. Phillip on a touchdown. Of course, in between, the Maroons with a safety as uh, Council Bluffs Lincoln snapped the ball out of, the, bun- out of the, the back of the end zone off a punt. And thus our score, 51 nothing. Maroons perfect on all, their, all seven of their extra points. All facets of the game working tonight for the Maroons. Penalty is half the distance to the goal, so they'll start from the eight. First and 10 from the eight, And Lusago on the read option keeps the football, and he's across the uh, 15-yard line. Picks up the first down. They finally tackle him across the 20, maybe the 21-yard line. So Lusago gets loose.
3: Nice run for Lusago. Ben Hoover on the stop for the Maroons as the linebacker coming in there and, and finally was able to drag him down as the – Lusaggio used that speed and gotten to, he gets to that next level. Yes, He's he does.
1: Runner, he is. Dowling twos and threes in there, and Council Bluffs Lincoln keeping their ones. But nonetheless, it's first and ten from the twenty-two yard line. Council Bluffs Lincoln going left to right, north to south here at uh, Valley Stadium. Lusaggio keeps the football and he can't get uh, the corner turn. He's finally wrapped up and spun around right at the line of scrimmage, and he may have. I'm going to rule him uh, a yard on the play, so give him a gain of one.
3: Yeah, Isaac Yume here, number 90, coming off the field. Gets in on the stop on that play. Senior defensive lineman, 6'2", 235. Uh, good kid, and, and uh, great to see him get on the field and make a play.
1: So it'll bring up second and nine for Council Bluffs Lincoln. The Lynx with a record of 3-1 and one coming into the contest. Musajo on the read option. Keeps it, goes around left end. Spins out of a tackle and gets up to the 30-yard line. He'll gain seven. And it will bring up third down, third and about three for the Lynx.
3: He was really, he made a nice play on that. And as deceptive as he is with that football and got to the edge, was able to make a nice run and uh, creates a third and short situation.
1: So Lusaggio will stay in there. He's went the distance. That quarterback for Council Bluffs Lincoln, a senior, as the... Uh, Links now with the ball at their own 30-yard line. Third and twos are in the final 65 seconds of the third quarter with three receivers to the right. Musajo, read option, gives it to the tailback, and he's hit and dropped. Hey, those number twos and threes are doing the job. Yeah. They, they converge in there. And, Matt, did. there's about four maroon jerseys around the ball
3: carrier, and that yeah. was uh, Hayes. Ben Thomas and uh, company over there he, as he led the charge. And uh, also it looked like – Set
1: the witty in there as well. So they'll give Hayes no gain in the play. It's fourth and two. Final 35 seconds of the third quarter. And Lusaggio now works out of the shotgun. Three receivers right, one to the left. No tight end. And they'll run one back in the backfield. I what that's
3: going to do. It's fourth and short. They're letting the play clock run down. I don't know if he's going to call timeout. Yeah, he did.
1: Timeout called with 17 seconds remaining third quarter. We'll take a break. Dowling 51. Council Bluffs Lincoln nothing. 17 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Back in one minute on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
4: Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Kemen.com. Thank you, Kemen, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. All
1: right, we're back here at Valley Stadium. Final 17 seconds of the third quarter. And now Lusaggio in at quarterback. And the give is to his tailback, and he's hit and dropped. No gain on fourth and two. And the Dowling defense holds as Dowling will take over first and ten from inside the 30-yard line of Council Bus Lincoln. the game clock is winding down. The running clock with the Maroons up 51 nothing, And we've come to the end of the third quarter, so stay with us. Back with the fourth quarter and the Hall of Fame. Uh, we already mentioned the Hall of Fame. Yeah, the homecoming candidates yeah. and the winners. We'll talk yeah. more about that in the fourth quarter following these messages here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org.
6: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formalware. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formalware, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com.
7: Support for Iowa Catholic Radios provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75%, yes, 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits beginning January 1st of this year. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever, online, ctoiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future.
1: All right, we're underway here in the fourth quarter. Dowling running a play from scrimmage. It's first and ten Dowling from the 30-yard line of Council Blus Lincoln. And Jack Moore gets the handoff and gets it down inside the uh, 25 down to the 24. He picked up six yards on that first down. Strong run for Jack again and and, uh, get down inside there. And we got Cedric Robinson in the game at fullback. All right, here is the Maroons back on the ground again. They give it to Jack Moore, and he grinds his way inside the 20, and he's Passed the first down marker. He had to get to the 19, and he picked it up. He's determined not to
3: go down and uh, until he got that first down. Great run again there by Jack. So the ball will be spotted right around the. You know, these offensive
1: linemen, as they run in, they're not used to this. That's a lot of running. <laughs> <laughs> down to the 18-yard line, and it's first and 10 Dowling from there. More than a couple of carries. As Dowling started this drive back, in their own, back on the council bus, Lincoln 30, and now Dante Cataldo and read option to give us to Moore again and gets inside the 15, and he stood up there at the 13 again gain a 5. That offensive line, you know, you, you work all week, and
3: they're going against the ones on defense and, and things like that, and these guys, they can play football, and they're going out there and executing right now and, and look really good out front.
1: So the line of scrimmage is the 14-yard line. Of Council Bluffs Lincoln, second and six maroons. Dante Cattalo at quarterback. The read option to give is to the tailback, and I believe Moore stayed in there. He did not sub- substitute out, and he is in there. He gets it down um, to the 13th for gain of one. We got
3: Trevor Haltorf in there. Tommy uh, Von Carver out there right now, and and uh, looks like that's Clayton Witten in there also. Just a lot of a lot of kids getting out there, getting that pace. Danny Nielsen in there at tight end.
1: And Nick Calvert split out wide to the left of the formation with two receivers left, and the read option, the give, is to the tailback. And I don't think that's more no. as he's hit and drop right at the ten yard line. And let's see who strong, gets up the bottom. Strong of the finish to the run there. Um, looks like Cedric Robinson. It is Robinson with the carry,
3: and he'll. That was a strong run by <laughs> Cedric. I mean, he finished that going forward, and it looked like he was going to be stopped. You know, about. Four yards
1: short, and he gets it down to fourth and two. Well, he gained three. Now it's fourth and two at the 10-yard line. Dowling knocking on the door at the uh, 10-yard line. Uh, Council bless Lincoln. Cataldo, the quarterback, to give us to the tailback once again. Puts his head down. Bulls his weight. He's got the first down. Nice job that time by Hunter Crutchlow. Yeah, Hunter Crutchlow. He is not going to be
3: denied that first down. Kept his drive alive for the Maroons and finished that, and,
1: and finish that strong play. The handoff went over the right side and he got outside the right guard and tackle and find uh, just a seam. It's first and goal, Dowling at the 6. Crushed a gain of 4. And Anthony Cano in the game. Alright, pistol formation. And the give is to Crush Low. Left side, puts his head down inside the 5 and he stood up at the 4-3 or three yard line for a gain of 2. It'll be second and goal from about the 4 yard line. Here we go. Two more people coming in. This is Johnny Stanfield
3: coming into the game, and uh, it looks like Tommy Von Carber is returning to the
1: field And as they interchange the uh, offensive linemen. All right, second and goal from the four, 8-20 remaining fourth quarter. Dowling 51. Council Bluffs, Lincoln nothing. Oop. And now penalty flags down. The handoff was going to go to Hunter Crushlow, and they'll bring this back and assess it. Uh, John Shido, let's get you on mic here on this drawling drive. Uh, you know a few of these young men that are out there, huh?
2: Yeah, I was sitting there trying to. I'm uh, talking to the Mark uh, Skigano's son. He's helped me with the numbers here. This is the one time I don't bring a roster. So oh, good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it is. Uh, Hunter Crutchell's is running running hard tonight. It's good to see him get some action. Uh, he plays special teams most of the time, but uh, he's a tough tough nose runner as well as uh, along with Cam and, and the other guys.
1: All right let's see if uh, Cataldo now a quarterback as Dowling kept it on the ground they have not oh, he's gonna uh, score and he will Crushlow in for yeah. the touchdown Hunter Crushlow from four yards out as Dowling did not com- uh, attempt one pass in that drive it went about uh, nine plays and 30 yards nice strong run there that
3: offensive line just created a, a crease for him and he got around the corner and and
1: uh, he saw the end zone and wasn't gonna, wasn't going to be stopped. Nine plays, 30 yards in the Dowling drive as Cataldo will stay in to hold. And the extra point now from the Dowling kicker, and that will be David Roberts, who kicked David one Roberts. earlier. Ball down, and it's up and good. So good. the Roons now lead at 58 nothing, With just under eight minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter, we'll come back and we will talk. Homecoming Court. Homecoming. Mr. Maynard, get your notes out. We're going to I talk got about it. these young people in the right. next possession. Dowling Great 58 room. nothing, And we'll be back after these messages here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
9: Iowa Catholic Radio needs you, whether it's assisting with events, answering the phone,
3: distributing yard signs, or being a parish ambassador. Iowa Catholic Radio depends on you to help connect listeners with Christ. Email contact at iowacatholicradio.com to get
6: involved support for iowa catholic radio provided by northwest bank commitment you can bank on northwest bank is a community bank serving iowa and nebraska nw.bank thank you northwest bank for supporting iowa catholic radio
8: did you know you have a choice in your child's education smaller class sizes dedicated teachers a sense of community and a caring learning environment whether it's in the classroom or at home Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools.
1: Hey, we're back here at Valley Stadium to kick off by Dowling and here's a return by Council Blust Lincoln, they get across a 20, and they'll be brought down at about the 22-yard line. Maroons lead it 58-0 as the Maroons scoring at will. That time Hunter Crushlow on a four-yard touchdown. And the extra point good by David Roberts, Dowling on a nine-play 30-yard drive and lead it here. Now Matt Mandring is the offense for Council Blust Lincoln moves out. The homecoming uh, of Dowling Catholic this year, 2021, the home sweet homecoming, is that a... Because of uh, the sweet tooth we all have, is that
3: yeah? The, nickname it, it, for it? the candy theme this week, or this this year, and uh, <laughs> the dress-up days were a lot of fun, and and you see the kids and a lot of. I think the 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 rancher cowboy thing was the most popular.
1: All right, as uh, play is now run as uh, I believe. Hayes has it once again. Let's take a look at the homecoming court this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first queen candidate, Emily Allen. remember St. Joseph's uh, Parish on Des Moines' east side. And uh, she was escorted by her dad, Mark, her stepmom, JoJo, and her grandma, Lil, and Grandpa Paul, and little brother, Chase. And uh, what, what you got any, well, what's skinny you know, on this young lady? <laughs> huh? I mean, just you,
3: involved in a lot of things, as I many of these that. kids are. You know, best buddies and National Honor Society kid, just a great kid. And you know you, you see these kids in the hallway and they i mean she she's always a smile on the face and uh just
1: fun to be around the sweet treat that best describes uh, Emily Allen bubblegum because yeah. she's bubbly yeah there, so there you, you go, go. will Bussey, i think you know this gentleman yeah. wills es- was escorted by his mom jennifer dad dennis and brothers james thomas and joe and his sister-in-law mallory and niece lucy then they were all escorted at halftime tonight as uh council bus lincoln now with the football we're trying to do a little bit of both here homecoming court and football first down as the quarterback lusaggio kept it across the 30 up to the 35 yard line and uh, yeah will bussey a member of saint pius and uh, he's involved in a lot of things he's involved in a lot of things
3: mascot for the on, on this year carries the flag out in the football field and and uh you know, gets the pep rally, gets everybody going. And, and, on one moment for Will this year was, remember, the last home game. Remember I said we had three kids out there picking up the garbage after everybody had left. That remember? was the Ankeny game. Yeah, the Ankeny game here. Mm-hmm. I look down, and there's three kids out there doing it, and one of them is Will Bussey, you know, leading, leading that after everybody's gone cleaning up the bleachers. Just Plans to run kid. track
1: and study agriculture at Iowa State next year. And uh, that's awesome. Congratulations, Will, Will Bussey, another queen candidate. Lastly, bidding, and uh, she was escorted tonight by her dad, uh, Brent, her stepdad Matt, and her brothers Dan and Jonathan and Joshua. And uh, her home parish is Sacred Heart, and she plans to attend uh, a university in South Florida, Florida, major in fashion or communications. Look out, she could take; she'll have our job here before it's over. (laughs) How about that?
3: And she is a bundle of energy as well. Just uh, one of those people that's just joy to be around. And uh, this is the one that
1: Mr. Chido. You know, we, we're gonna, uh, Johnny. You better be on yeah, mic because we got, got to yeah. introduce this and our our, our next. Uh, well, this, this uh, is Lashley absurd. bidding. This yeah. is her uh, yeah. homecoming date is Joey Chido. You know that guy, yeah, uh, Johnny.
2: Well, w- w- what were we talking about uh, upstairs before we came downstairs? Joey definitely uh, outkicked his coverage <laughs> yeah. on this one.
1: <laughs> He's escorting your son is escorting Lashley bidding yeah. from Sacred Heart. They both went to school together, and. Uh, she is one of the queen candidates Mr. Chide. I did not know if you knew that or got the press release.
2: No, I I you've uh, made me aware of that this morning so <laughs> <laughs> that, That's kind of funny. And I asked my son I go I go you're going with the homecoming queen candidate? And he, yeah. he just had a big smirk on his face. So. He yeah. wasn't
1: going to let let it I mean you went to Vegas and he didn't even tell you before you left? No,
2: I I don't get informed on these things. Like I said, my daughter, <laughs> she tells me everything.
1: <laughs> well, congratulations. Good I hope stuff. they have fun at uh, homecoming 2021 and now here is a handoff. McCarthy with it on the end of round. He's still with it. He's near a first down. Gets into Dowling territory. Runes up 58-0, 340 remaining. And uh, the final uh, next candidate is the uh, king candidate, Mata Brua. We know a lot about him. He's uh, back into the Dowling uh, rotation at defensive line. He'll be attending uh, college next year, and currently he's undecided about his major, but he'll be escorting Josie Patton to the uh, dance. And the, the best candidate that subscribes Mata Brua, Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. Those kids still eat that. Yeah, they do. Oh my
3: gosh. Amada, uh, you, you, you couldn't wipe the smile off his face when he, when he got announced that he was going to be a homecoming candidate, and uh, not a, you know a very deserving kid, and and uh, just a, a, to see him mature from his freshman year to Absolutely. now is
1: just it's it's fun to see. Congratulations, Amada. He was one of the candidates. The next queen candidate is Kathleen Kane. She's a member of St. Pius uh, Parish, and she was escorted by her mom, Kelly; her dad, Paul; sisters Molly, Erin, and Colleen; and brother Daniel. And uh, she is going to study sociology in college. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, congratulations to her. And uh, let's see, we we'll get the next. They get out
3: there and they lead. You know, Kathleen and her sister, both you know, drum majors on the on the. With the vanguard on the, in the mm-hmm. band and just in a lot of things,
1: quiet leaders. So that's what I would call both of them, Kathleen Quiet Leader. All right. Our next, uh, we'll, we'll do both these. The king cadinets are the twins, Joe and Tommy Hancock, escorted mm-hmm. by uh, their dad, Neil, grandmother uh, Dawn, and grandpa uh, Joe. And uh, they're both members of St. Pius. And uh, they're both going to be going to homecoming uh, this uh, tomorrow night, right? It's yeah. at the Dowling. is yeah. at the Dowling. I didn't outside,
3: I didn't get... outside on the football field. Okay, uh, we're going to have, you know, they with all the, you know, COVID things, and everything else. It's a great opportunity to go try this. We're going to do it outside. Might be a little cool, but not too bad. You know, it's nice out sure. there right now. It's supposed to be a little warmer this weekend, but, you know, to get outside and and have it from eight thirty to ten thirty tomorrow
1: night and should be a lot of fun. Well, Tommy Hancock is going to swim and study at the University of Denver, and. uh Joe Hancock is uh, future. His future is also plans to, study, uh, to uh, swim and study at the University of Denver, yeah. and they both have their dates for tomorrow night. Our next queen candidate is Colleen Kane. She was escorted by her mom Kelly, dad Paul, and sisters Molly, Erin, Kate, and brother Daniel, and they're members of St. Pius. Yeah,
3: again, you know, out there in front of everybody with the with the band and involved in a ton of things. Again, you get National Honor Society kid and and. Uh, in soccer and everything else, and just a, a, a great leader. You know, the Hancock boys, and it's just fun to watch them swim. You know, you get a chance in, in this winter, and and
1: uh, Coach Spike will have them out there, and they are great, um, great in the water. Our next queen candidate is uh, Zusha Wheeler, escorted by her mom, Goshu, and uh, dad, Matthew, and brother, Adam. She's a member of Sacred Heart Parish. And she plans to attend Creighton and major in nursing and possibly a minor in Spanish. And plans to become a labor and delivery nurse. And uh, that's going, a, that's a focused job, right? Oh you my. don't hear that very often. No, that's, that's uh, no, you that, don't. That
3: take a lot of patience and a lot of a lot of things. You know, I Zuzia, she was out there leading the charge this summer. We did a Habitat for Humanity build in the parking lot, and she
1: was out there leading the way. And and uh, another strong leader. Injury on the field right now, Ethan Duong shaking up uh, for Dowling Catholic on the, one of the defenders. Right now, first and ten, Council Bless Lincoln at the Dowling 21. Minute 25, the game clock continues to move, and so does Council Bluffs Lincoln. They had started this drive back on their own 23-yard line, and uh, they keep the drive going. A little swing pass out to Andrade as a receiver, and Lusajo hooks up with him, but for a short game. Continuing on with the Dowling homecoming uh, court, uh, Daniel Liu, we talked about him. Tremendous tennis player. He yeah. was escorted state tonight, champion. by his uh, escorted by his mom Kathy, his dad Al, and his brother David. A member of St. Francis, and ah, uh, what a what a what a run here! You're going to yeah. play college tennis and uh, major yeah. in biology and physics. And uh, yeah, he's state champion. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it's great great kid, and and
3: uh, you know, it's just the the number of kids that we have that excel in different areas. And here's Daniel Liu, a Quiet. you know not quiet kid in the building but then to go out winning state championship attendance just fun to see
1: all right and our final candidate uh is becca youngers she was escorted by her mom denise and her dad mark and her sister courtney member of saint pius and she's going to homecoming with with uh, joe bomb homer so uh you know miss uh miss youngers
3: yeah miss youngers or her, her dad and and uh um mom uh, you know a, dad was a year behind me in school and in the northwest iowa people that's good stuff right there that's and, right you yeah, told me that yeah. that's the northwest iowa tie that's the northwest iowa tie-in right there and so i've known mark
1: for a long time and and uh good good family all right here's lusajo first and goal council bless lincoln he gets out of bounds right about the three yard line game mm-hmm. clock continues to run they're gonna have to hustle or take a timeout imagine they'll Call a timeout. They're
3: going to get in there and run one. Yeah, they're going to get up. And they're going to hustle up and run it. Yeah, they got to. Uh, oh, we got th-
1: people running in and out. They have two timeouts remaining. It will be. Uh, they get off the field. Second and goal from the two. Lusaggio now yeah, he option. Scores. He gets in to the end yeah. zone. Touchdown. No penalty flags down. So with three seconds remaining, Council Bless Lincoln avoids the shutout. Here in the fourth quarter is Lusaggio, the Lus- quarterback. Lusaggio. That. He, he took a
3: lot of punishment tonight and worked hard all night long, and that was a well-earned
1: touchdown. Here we got to the old swinging gate. Yeah. <laughs> 13 plays and 77 yards on the Council Bluffs-Lincoln touchdown. It's 58-6 to with three seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. Now we'll get to our king and queen. Kings. And kings, yeah, it was a tie. Uh, congratulations to uh, – the first king, that was Joe Baumhover. And he's from Assumption Catholic Church down in Granger. As the extra point is up and good. So it is 58 to 58-7 right now for Council Bluffs Lake. And we'll keep it here yeah, with three Joe, seconds so remaining. Joe and Becca, they do
3: the afternoon announcements. And uh, so that's uh, fun to hear them every day to get out there and, and talk to the whole, the whole school. Joe, you know, great kid. Hard to miss him. He must stand about 6'6". Six, six oh, my six, goodness. Six, five. Yeah, he's a tall kid okay. and uh, a lot of fun. Again, two kids. You know, Joe, just a kid. You
1: never see him not in a good mood. He's always out there in a, in a good space. So Joe Baumhover is the first King, uh, co-King candidate uh, or finalist. And the other is Jason Oberlin. He was escorted by his mom, Mary Kay, his dad, Glenn, his brother, Austin, member of St. Francis. And uh, he is the second homecoming King. So we have Jason Oberlin and... Joe Baumhover yeah. as our co-kings. Here we got our Sour Patch Kids guy. You
3: thought those things were out of style? I they're, did. They're still. You yeah, you're know, right. This, this did show up again. Yeah, the homecoming
1: queen is Eva Leonard from St. Augustine's Parish. Uh, she's going to homecoming with Joseph Lawyer. And uh, congratulations on the queen, Eva Leonard. And uh, Leonard, or rather Eva, is involved with cheerleading, tennis, and student ambassadors, Ute Feedham, and Students for Life, and wants to study graphic design in the future congratulations to the 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 king and their courts yeah how about that great great representation of of dowling
3: catholic high school and i give a shout out to casey tickle laura catch and becca cooling as they lead our maroon council and and uh we had a great week great homecoming week kids were outstanding all week long and it was just a lot of fun. It felt it felt like high school homecoming week this week, as good. it should. Yeah. Now I got to ask a question. Hey, Mister yeah.
1: Chido, are you still with us down there? I know we uh, we were going through a bunch of names, but are you going to be one of the chaperones tomorrow night at the football field? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you? I don't know if they want me as a chaperone. Well, I'm asking. That's you
1: know. I, mean.
2: I think that's pretty pretty neat. Uh, how, how you guys are doing that out on the football field under yeah. the lights? That, that's, yeah. What a cool deal. Yeah. It
1: is. It is. And uh, hopefully the weather will hold. I think it will. And this yeah. will be the final play, the kickoff by. Council Bluffs Lincoln, a fielded by Dowling, and a, a nice return that time up to about the 30-yard line. That will end the contest as uh, Dowling will win this. That was Hank Brown on the return. 58-7 is our final. Dowling with the win. The Maroons now improve their record to 2-3 and three on the season. Council Bluffs Lincoln falls to 3-2 and two and a much-needed win yeah. for the Maroons as they are bouncing back from a, a tough schedule, a tough start, and that... That drive on I eighty from Iowa City was a long one, uh, Matt. <laughs> I, I bet can it just was. tell you, I, it was, I passed the Dowling buses at uh, by Grinnell, yeah. and I, I got home right around midnight. I know they got home a little bit later, but uh, you don't want to see too much of that. Maybe those tough games early will pay yeah. off later. Who knows? You,
3: you, you earn your stripes, and you know, looking at the season prior to the season, you know, Coach Wilson and company knew they had a rough, they had the gauntlet mm-hmm. as soon as the schedule came out last year. I mean, that was a talk that these. The first part of the season, our schedule, the Dowling Catholic schedule, was tougher than anybody's, and uh, you know, and, it, and and to lose two of those games, essentially on the last play of the game, you know, it was it was right at the end of the game. You, it was Southeast Polk. Southeast Polk, Hail Mary pass, which would have put it into overtime, but and then and then against them, Iowa City, you know, it, really close to being three and one, end up one and three, but they they battled tonight, and and uh, this is. This is going to help this
1: team grow. It so certainly grow will. Confidence. Well, Dowling's next opponent is Johnston, and tonight Waukee got their first win tonight at home as they defeated Johnston 31-12, to and that will be Dowling's next opponent. So, Johnston goes down for the second week in a row. it will be Dowling at Johnston next week. We have the final stats. Jared Seifert, one of the math teachers at Dowling, provides us the uh, live game stats, and we're going to run those down before we go to break. We'll catch up with head coach Tom Wilson and maybe a player or two. got to nominate. Uh, we'll talk to Johnny off, off mic uh, between uh, – uh, during our commercial break. But I got to think Adam Townsend might be a yeah. candidate. He scored a yeah. defensive touchdown on a pick six, and he had an offensive touchdown. Carson Brown. Carson Brown might be another. We'll let Johnny kind of sort that out. Well, let's uh, the final number is Dowling with 342 yards of total offense tonight. Council Bluffs Lincoln with 120. The Maroons with 148 yards on the ground – or in the air, rather, 194 yards on the ground. Council Bluffs Lincoln with four yards passing and 116 yards rushing. Maroons were penalized six times for 43 yards. Council Bluffs Lincoln, six penalties for 31 yards. As uh, Dowling had 20 first downs, and Council Bluffs Lincoln with 12. Dante Cataldo, uh, his first passing uh, uh, mark of this season. Uh, He's been in running a few times. Five for five passing, 106 yards, and a touchdown, no interceptions. The other quarterback, the senior Jake English, who got the start, four or five passing for 42 yards tonight. And uh, for Council Plus, Lincoln Lasaggio, uh Eli Lasagio, four out of nine, passing for four yards, no touchdowns, and one interception. Leading ball carrier on the ground for Dowling was Cam Middleton, six carries, 64 yards, a pair of touchdowns. C.J. Phillip, four carries for 51 yards and a touchdown. Jack Moore, uh, eight carries, 45 yards and a touchdown. Hunter crushlow seven carries for 25 yards and a touchdown. Jake English, one carry for seven yards. And Adam Townsend, one carry. For two yards and a touchdown for Council Bluffs Lincoln, their leading uh, ball carrier was their uh, their tailback, and that was uh, Mikael Hayes. Or rather, Eli Lusaggio was their leading ball carrier, their quarterback. Twenty carries for sixty-four yards and a touchdown. Uh, Mikael Hayes, uh, eleven carries for thirty yards. And their uh, other tailback, Caden McDowell, had 10 carries for 23 yards. Leading receiver for Dowling, Carson Brown, two catches, 87 yards and a touchdown. Jalen Thompson, one catch for 18 yards. And C.J. Phillip, one catch for 12 yards. And uh, leading receiver for Council Bluffs Lincoln was Carlos Andrade, two catches for two yards. Again, the final, Dowling 58, Council Bluffs Lincoln 7. The Maroons with 342 yards of total offense. And uh, Council Bluffs Lincoln with 120 yards of total offense. Thanks weekend, to Jerick Seifert for the final numbers. We're going to take a break and come back. Post-game show, we'll have interviews on the field with John Chido along with Matt Mandry. I'm Mark Hamadale, and we'll be back to Valley Stadium on Dowling's homecoming final score, Dowling 58, Council Bluffs Lincoln 7. And we'll be back with the post-game show following these messages here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
4: Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic, online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Kemen.com. Thank you, Kemen, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Hey, right, we're back here at Valley Stadium, West Des Moines. Final score tonight in week five of the high school football season. Dowling 58, Council Bluffs Lincoln 7. Maroons improved their record to 2-3 and 3 overall. Council Bluffs Lincoln falls to 3-2. and 2. Let's go down to the field, and John Chido, our sideline reporter, has a couple of uh, guests he's going to interview, and one of them is uh, Mr. Gokenauer, I believe, Cale Gokenauer. And take it over, Johnny.
2: Well, Kel, uh, it's, it's great to see you guys get back on the on the winning uh, streak here and, and start for, start to finish uh, domination up front. And uh, I was talking about you a little bit on the radio tonight about your lead blocking on, as a fullback, uh, running the power and stretch and being able to let the running backs set the edge. Talk a little bit tonight about that.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. The whole week we've just been getting ready for this game. We knew we had to bounce back, and we just had to grow as a team.
2: And just thinking about – you know, helping the guys get in that usually don't get in. We all were motivated to come out here and just
0: start off, like, fast, and we did.
2: Yeah, and, you know, we were talking to that. You do you do all the tough work, and you, a lot of times you don't get a lot of credit. You and Caden Sanders, you know, playing that fullback position, you, you don't get carries. You, you're the lead blocker, and you open the holes for these guys back here, and uh, you got a lot of fighting in you, it's nice to see that tonight.
0: Yeah, I mean, me and Sanders, we don't care. We don't. We just we like to see our boys score some touchdowns, and we like to – just celebrate with all of our linemen and everything, and it's always fun. I mean, we love just getting a nice block, and we don't need the credit. I mean, we love it.
2: Spoken like a true team player. Well, Cal, good luck next week and, and keep it going.
9: Thank you.
1: John Chido, thank you for that interview. I know you're going to get set up for the next one, but Caden Sanders had a birthday. I don't know if he's still around. You might want to wish him happy birthday there, Johnny.
2: I don't know where Caden's at. Uh, it is Caden's birthday.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. All right. did you know that? Okay. 58-7, Dowling the winner tonight. Let's go back down to John Chido, and I think he's going to catch up with a guy who scored on both sides of the ball, Adam Townsend, <laughs> pick six, and a, a touchdown run on offense. Take it away, Johnny.
2: Well, Adam, uh, you scored a touchdown on offense. Then you have a pick six on defense, and I was watching you go in the end zone, and, and like a true defensive player, I, you kind of looked like you were going to take on contact uh, or just get to the end zone. Uh, yeah, I was just kind of focused on getting to the end zone. Um it was more of a juke move, but I don't know how much of my running back stuff stays around on defense. So it kind of, yeah, I was just focused on getting to the end zone, trying to score, you know. Well, I mean, you have double duty uh, with with getting carries at running back, and we, we saw that last year as well, and, and playing linebacker too. Uh, uh, but you you have a motor and you keep going, and, and I can't we can't say enough about the defense and uh, the defensive line, especially allowing you guys as linebackers to to run free. Yeah, like you said, it's a team game. It's not just one guy out there. Um, All 11 of
0: us, I just do what the coaches ask me to do, what's best for the team. So it's just a team game, you know. All 11 guys got to be playing their hardest.
2: Well, congratulations. It was great to see you guys uh, get a win tonight. It's been a tough, tough schedule to start, and and you guys had it rolling tonight. Thank you. Have a good night.
1: (laughs) All right, John Scheidel with – on the field with a couple of guests, Adam Townsend and Cale Gokenauer, as uh, John's going to move over to head coach Tom Wilson. it would be uh, a different night than we had a week ago, dialing with the win tonight, uh, 58-7 to over Council Bluffs Lincoln. Mark Amadale, Matt Mandring, and uh, coach has uh, made his way over to Johnny, and uh, Johnny, take it away with uh, Coach Wilson.
2: Coach, congratulations on a great victory tonight, start to finish. He uh, did a lot of nice things in the first half to get the offensive going and, and moving the ball down the field. Defense played well your overall thoughts on, on tonight
5: well I, I thought it was very good I thought we did a good job up front but it was nice you know CJ and and cam getting those guys uh, going uh, with a lot of positive yards which was nice we mixed it in the pass game uh, Dante uh, throwing the deep ball on a couple of different times which was good to see and uh, just overall overall good night for us uh, just because we get everybody in the ball game and a lot of them with extensive playing time, which, you know, it's been a grind for us with the schedule that we've played, but uh, hopefully we can get some things going in the right direction.
2: And we were talking about, uh, you know, Adam Townsend scoring a touchdown on offense and coming back with that pick and being able to get it in zone two, and it seemed like the defensive uh, line was in that backfield all, all, all night tonight.
5: Oh, they were, and, you know, I think we're accustomed to uh, that usually being Pettis, but, uh, you know, you saw guys like Mata with the big sack, um, and chasing the guy down behind. I thought Kai Woods was uh, showed up some tonight in the interior, uh, which was nice to see. And really, I think what was really good is we, we were mixing a lot of kids in there, and obviously we gave up the late score. But for the most part, offensively, we didn't do a bad job at all. Uh, we kind of kept churning along, and then defensively uh, really did a pretty good job. Well, Coach,
2: uh, best of luck next week, and uh, keep it going.
5: All right, thank you.
1: All right. Thank you, John Chido, with uh, head coach Tom Wilson is Dowling a winner tonight uh, as they defeat Council Bluffs Abraham Lincoln 58-7, to and I want to thank uh, Coach Wolf, John Wolf, the head coach at uh, Council Bluffs Lincoln, his eighth year for his help preparing us for our contest tonight, and of course, uh, as always, uh, Tom Wilson for setting aside time to be interviewed, not only yeah. after the game, but halftime and before the game, and always great to have that, and Matt Mandering joining me up here in the press box. I know Johnny's making his way up, but uh, what a night it was. Let's run down some scores. Uh, Roosevelt uh, losing on the road at number two, Ankeny. It was Ankeny 49, Roosevelt 6, a final there. Southeast Polk gets back on the the winning column with a 49-7 win at home over Waterloo West, a team we saw in the playoffs last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was fourth-ranked Valley uh, winning up at Marshalltown by the score of 42-12. Uh, other games, As six-ranked Urbandale winning at home. They defeated Des Moines East 49-7. And uh, other games, Dowling's next opponent is Johnson. Well, Johnson now has lost two in a row. It was Waukee getting their first victory tonight, 31-12 over Johnson at uh, Waukee Stadium. And uh, so that's some of the scores that we have. And here again, it was Dowling 58-7 over uh, council bus lincoln we want to wish the council bus fans safe journey home i know they had a, a traffic tie up we got started late that's why we're on late tonight we're uh, after the 10 o'clock hour is because the council bus uh, buses got involved with uh, in the, the traffic jam that happened after a, a severe wreck on i-80 over by stewart so we were delayed about a half hour before the kickoff here thus we're delayed now
3: yeah it's tough on the on those kids being out there in that bus all night and you know anticipating a game and having to sit there and wait and wait and wait and uh you know it's a long long journey but you know the thing that impressed me tonight I think early on was how that offensive line just really came out in, in attacking and uh haven't seen that level or that intensity out of them yet and and uh, they came out and and uh had their way
1: in that first half yeah, they certainly did, and uh, the Maroons uh, took advantage of great field position, something yep. that uh, didn't happen to Dowling last week at Iowa City. No. Uh, Iowa City City High scored three times inside the 35-yard line yep. at different points. Again, while well, the Maroons yeah. turned the tables on Council Bluffs Lincoln and, and uh, accounted for that, and the Maroons uh, with a pair of touchdowns from Cam Middleton, uh, Adam Townsend with a, uh, a pick six and a touchdown, so he scored on both sides of the ball. Hunter Crushlow, uh, a touchdown. Jack Moore, a touchdown tonight and uh, the maroons had capitalized also in there a safety uh with the ball snapped out of the end zone on a punt by Council uh, council bless lincoln so the maroons took advantage of everything they had including great field position
3: yeah it was all facets of the game tonight you know you get your defense scores you get a safety you get you know dante cadaldo coming in and throwing you know his first two throws his average there was pretty good and uh and uh jake english comes in and and runs the offense well, and, and uh, so all pieces of the game. You know, last week you mentioned you know, we hadn't seen Carson Brown's name getting called at all, and tonight he comes out with a couple big plays, and Cam Middleton run like Cam Middleton can, and, and uh, C.J. Phillip, you know, trying to develop that one-two punch that this offense can give. And uh, as this team continues to mature and grow, that's going to be key for him, and then to have those threats down the field in the Carson Brown. And we saw right. a little bit of Jalen Thompson tonight, too, and a uh, great athlete that can call it. You know, he
1: can get out there and do it as well. All right, we're going to take a break. will be our final break tonight. Uh, Dowling winning on homecoming, 58-7 over Council Bluffs-Lincoln alongside Matt Mandring. I'm Mark Hamidale. John Chido here tonight. We'll wrap up things, talk about some of the things going on this weekend with Dowling besides homecoming yeah. tomorrow night on the football field at Dowling. We'll also – I uh, had the Athletic Hall of Fame inductees, and we want to congratulate those uh, honors that were bestowed on them. We'll catch up with some other things going on as we return to the postgame show here at Valley Stadium. Again, the final 58-7, Dowling over Council Bus Lincoln. Back after these messages on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org.
6: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formalware. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formalware, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com.
7: Listener-supported
6: Iowa Catholic Radio, eleven fifty AM, KWKY, Des Moines, ninety-four point five FM, K two thirty-three BT, Des Moines, eighty-eight point five FM, KIHS, Adel, ninety point nine FM, KLOX, Creston.
1: And welcome back to Valley Stadium. Uh, final segment here on our post-game show. Mark Amadele, joined by uh, Matt Mandring. Uh, John Chido has made his way. Uh, you saw the mic. Can yeah, get, get over here so we can see. I mean, we're we're not on TV tonight. That's that's the thing. We're yeah. Let our guard down. We're not on TV, and uh, uh, the Runes with the win, fifty-eight to seven, over Council Bluffs Lincoln. And yeah. uh, Matt, I know a lot of things are going on. We mentioned homecoming, athletic hall of fame, but there's other activities, other yeah. Dowling teams out there tonight yeah, wasn't minnesota yeah boys
3: cross country running up in minnesota at the act which is a big event in prestigious. the midwest yeah and prestigious and uh took second place up there tonight so it ran well and and uh, just you know coaches a great program going there and those boys just continued
1: to, to battle all the time yes they do and uh Dowling volleyball team in action this week they had a big win uh on Tuesday night over Southeast Polk, three nothing out at Southeast yep. Polk, and then uh, they went they split last night, they defeated a St James Academy out of Kansas, yep. uh, two to nothing, and then they took on coach wilson 's old school Dyke yeah. New Hartford, and lost two to nothing.
3: what a, what a match you know that Dyke, Dyke New Hartford game back and forth mm-hmm. uh, boy that 's a buzzsaw, that Dyke New Hartford outfit they got they are a talented bunch, and
1: the ball didn 't find the ground very much so uh, Mary Beth Wiskus, who will be our guest next week on our halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh, her team now 16-8 and eight on the season and ranked fourth in Class 5A, having a fine season And last yep. weekend, knocking off number one and two at a tournament. So yeah. They're, they're uh, they, doing well. They are peaking. Yep, yeah. Dallin Girls' uh, cross-country team was last night. They were at the 11-team Indianola Invitational, placing fourth. Congratulations to Molly O'Halloran from uh, Holy Trinity, by the way, a freshman yeah. placing seventh. I had to get that in with amongst the Sacred <laughs> Heart and the Saint uh, Pius and uh, Sacred uh, uh, Saint Francis folks. So uh, congratulations to Molly and boys' golf. I sat next to Ron Gray today during the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and I said, "You've been a busy, busy week. Wow. Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. I mean, good goodness. Maroon's placing second at the uh, Southeast Polk Invitational. Uh, they placed uh, second at the uh, Valley Classic at Willow Creek on Monday, and then they were at uh, they defeated Johnson in a dual meet, so they've had a busy week. They've had a busy week, and it's a
3: solid group the boys have this year, and, and they are always right there, a couple strokes away from winning a lot of things, and, and they're going to be fun to
1: watch as they head down the stretch,
3: which is coming close. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you already it's you know, John,
1: John Chida, we were talking earlier about uh, boys' golf, and, and Dowling's district in boys' golf, they have four ranked teams, and they only take two to state out of each sectional mm-hmm. region mm-hmm. or uh, sub-state. And they have four, so two ranked teams are not going to make it. I kind of wish Boone would kind of split that up like they do football and and some of the other sports.
2: Yeah, that makes it tough too, and, and it, it comes down comes down to strategy because you're trying to figure out okay who's where who you're going to place your your guys because mm-hmm. it's just not one guy. You have I think what there's four or five, five that, yeah. that that, that, that place, play yeah. and and, yeah. and those scores that come in like your four or five that that's where these come and come really important, especially in uh, district sure. play.
1: And uh, also this week, Girls Swimming, fourth-ranked Dowling Swim team, defeated Southeast Polk by 76 points the other night at Southeast Polk. And tomorrow they'll be at the uh, 19 Valley Invitational, uh, beginning tomorrow morning at uh, 8.30. Girls volleyball team will be on the road at Cedar Falls in a 16-team matches beginning at 9 o'clock. So uh, in both... The Dowling girls swim team and the volleyball team ranked fourth. So a lot of the teams in the fall. I just noticed number four, number four, number ten. Yeah. The Dowling football team. Yeah. Cross country ranked uh, boys cross country ranked first, and the girls cross country is uh, ranked seventh. So yeah. that says a lot about the uh, caliber of
3: young young athletes. Yeah, and the and the coaches just do an outstanding job. And you know, it's this off season work and it's all this preparation getting into the fall. And uh, I think you know you you treasure it a little bit more after a year of such uncertainty of whether or not you're True. going to play and whatever else you're going to do these things and the kids stayed with it put in the time and and you know a shout out to our coaches and and the parents and support all the way through and you know and and, and you take and look at the band tonight too and and all the groups that are out there doing their thing it's just uh it's fun
1: and that's what makes every day special. at DCHS. There's well, nothing about it. And you mix in the middle school kids. Yeah. We had uh, uh, Coach Jepson on. He talked about uh, that first weekend when Dowling played Anki in the home opener, Johnny, all the Catholic football yeah. kids running across the field. Yeah. What a thrill it is because yeah. you're playing in a stadium like this. And if you're a young middle schooler, you aspire to be here on Friday nights, not Saturday mornings, no. which is fine right yeah. now, but you aspire to be here. And that's a great experience. The, the kids in the band tonight, the middle school band playing yep. uh, before with the big kids. Yeah. And, uh, that's pretty special, and then Coach uh, Jeffson talked a little bit about that at half.
2: Oh, it is, and, and what's so neat about this senior class, I've been coaching a lot of these kids since they were in fourth grade, and now watching them be their senior year is just amazing how, number one, how time flies, but we always talked about that when when they're young kids, you know, about someday playing here and playing underneath the lights and the Friday night experience and the whole Dowling experience and the tradition, and uh, now these kids are – this is their last year, and yeah. it's just – yeah, it's it, it's special to watch. It is.
1: I think they learned a lot about how to ask somebody out for a date. The kids are no longer playing <laughs> middle school <laughs> football for you, Johnny. I mean, Joey Chidal asked Lashley Biddy uh, on the homecoming yeah. court out, yeah. and she said yes. Was his so dad they, ever that brave? Oh heck, no. Oh. I mean, There's stories there that yeah. we don't have time for tonight, okay, unfortunately. But that's good. He's just boiling up. I knew that was going to
2: happen. They had social media and that type of stuff back oh, in our, well, my yeah. day. I, I would never no. get a date because.
1: No. <laughs> Hey, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And you were down there in the field, John. It had to be even more fun. Those athletic Hall of Fame candidates. So hats off to uh, uh, Mrs. Balducci's. I used to, I still call her that Mrs. Balducci. Judy Balducci mm-hmm. and yes. John Wilkinson. Remember that?
2: Yes. I, I remember walking by that office down that hallway where the, where the old athletic department used to be. Right. That window, She was always there, always smiling. Always was great to see her. Point of entry at Dowling
1: back in the it day. Now Coach Wilson moved her to the back with yeah, you guys. Yeah, you Administrators can't get in there. Got to yeah. have a security pass. And you know, <laughs> Colleen's up front. Keep the riff out. Oh, you know. They got to <laughs> yeah. make a phone call. And before, yeah. but before it was right up there. The point yeah. of entry at Dowling right. was Judy Balducci's office yep. to John Hayes and uh, many more. So yeah. hats off to them, and and of course the athletes that went in. Becca Hittner, what a tremendous career she had. Yeah, she, uh, yep, she uh, sure Jake Yasinich and. Uh, you know, McMurray, I mean.
2: <laughs> well, just listening to the, the resume that you guys are going over of the candidates for the homecoming king and queen, mm-hmm. that, that's fantastic, all the involvement yeah. that they're in and what these kids do. And
3: they, they, These kids deal. are just busy, you know, and, and then they they keep the faith part in there too, you know, programs like Good Feed Them and, and these other things. They, these kids are engaged and, and growing in their faith and, and taking all the things that they have the ability to do at down catholic high school and and take full take it all the way and it's not it's not just for a show i mean it's who these kids are and it's fun to see
1: it is it is and, and you know that too because you got a son going through right now and uh, next year i'll have a daughter and she's you know
2: my last one will be there next year. yeah, yeah and we're,
1: we're talking it's like wow. hey you don't have to be an athlete you don't yeah. have to be out for band but find something to do there's yeah. plenty of activities absolutely and yeah. uh, if you don't know, Mr. Mickle will help you out. You That's, know, right. Sure. Is that That's right. That's that right? We found That's that out in right. week one yeah. or week two. Well, We
3: just started a Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> Club again. So, I mean, it, it, some things rebound. Do I you mean. need
1: a coach? Yeah, this guy over here I think knows <laughs> a little bit. That's going about. way back.
3: That's going way back. That's awesome. Yeah. So they meet in your office after school. Is that uh, how it works? No. I, I, <laughs> I, I missed I miss that one. The Dungeons and Dragons thing kind of escaped me.
1: <laughs> well, gentlemen, we got to go. It's been a late night. It's been yeah. a great night. Yeah. And uh yeah. good win for the Maroons and Coach Wilson and the football team. But uh, lots of things going on. And, John Chittle, thanks for all you do on the field. How was it down there? Was it getting
2: cold? or No, actually, it was okay. nice and relaxing. Uh, okay. Dr. Sullivan was down there from Demos and yeah. show these, uh uh watching Notre Dame this weekend so I got to meet him and uh what a great great guy he is and, Schulte's and, in Chicago yeah
1: Wisconsin Notre Dame tomorrow to at 11 Notre Dame and, oh my and, yeah yeah good for him so you, yeah, Dr. Sullivan's good good yeah he's a good egg too yeah. Matt anything else you want to uh, I think that you know
3: it's it is the heart of the fall right now as far as athletics and everything else you know everything starts to hit this gear and you know, it'll it'll happen with um, with um, golf first as they end their postseason. But a lot of things coming up. We got grandparents' mass coming up in a couple of weeks, That's and right. and uh, a lot of things moving on. The kids got Monday off. We have an in-service day. We give our teachers some time to do some work, and away we go.
1: All right. We'll celebrate homecoming safely. Yes. And yes. If, and, and if you uh, have a uh, well. Chaperone like Johnny here, and I'll keep else an eye. I'll, I'll be there. I figured you would. Yeah, I'll keep an eye. I eye out. figured you would. <laughs> Guys, thank you. We'll be at Johnson next week. Should be a great game. And uh, I know we have a former. We did a trade. Miklo yeah. for Boston. Yeah, right? Or was a Boston
3: for Miklo. I forgot I how that. No, they, they sent about two over. Boston was worth about two. We won't <laughs> tell him that. So we don't let him know that. No, we it was a won't. player to be named later. Yeah. Player to <laughs> be named later. Well, it was. We, so this is funny. Mickle comes over, but we get a we get a Spanish teacher at the last moment from over there, and then uh, there's a science teacher, Chris Pagoon who retired from Johnston, and um, we kind of talked her into coming in and, and filling the hole for us for a little while. So yeah. So really, it was two point five. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we hope to catch up with yeah. Grant, Grant, yeah, the we will. Uh, former administrator at Dowling, yeah, moves cool. back over to Johnson, teaching with his wife and yeah. coaching the defensive line at Johnson. So yeah. I don't know if he's in the press box or down the field. I I'm where they sure got... he's down the field. Okay, yeah we got to catch it. That might be an interview. Yeah. yeah you know what? I,
2: I miss Grant. And, yeah. and watch just watching him break down games oh, and, and how yeah. engaging he is yeah. and the, the statistics he uses, and it, it, was,
1: yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. Coach Campbell doing that now, Jason yeah. Campbell Definitely now, the defensive job. coordinator, and doing a great job. Well, gentlemen, that'll wrap things up. i got uh, this read to get out of the way, and then we're done. Happy homecoming. Happy Athletic Hall of Fame. Happy weekend. Yeah. And we want to thank all the folks all this week because we're the anchor. Uh, who pledged to Iowa Catholic Radio. We had our fundraiser all week, started on Monday morning at uh, 645 with uh, Matt Wilcom, our executive director, ended tonight right before we went on the air. Mm-hmm. And I uh, want to thank everybody that pledged their support to Iowa Catholic Radio. Uh, we're funded by our listeners, mm-hmm. and that includes the ones that listened on Friday nights for high school football and yeah. Tuesday and Friday during basketball. We want to thank everybody. So thanks for your tax-deductible donation. You can still make that at iowacatholicradio.com online. Matt and John, thank you. All right. Thank you, Mark. Let me know thank how you, uh let me know let me know how Saturday How's night goes. It? On the football field. <laughs> All right. All right. That'll wrap things up. Hey, we've got to thank uh, people behind the scenes. That includes our uh uh, studio producer Brady Grimm sitting in tonight for Jeff Piggott. Uh, for uh, all the folks that are behind the scenes, including our business underwriters and supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, thank you, including all that supported Iowa Catholic Radio this week. Our executive director is Matt Wilkham. He did a great job of leading the charge there. Our next broadcast will be next Friday night. We'll be at Johnston as 10th-ranked Dowling takes on Johnston, pregame back to normal time, 630, and kickoff at 7 o'clock from Johnston High School. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, folks. Uh, interrupted here by people in this in the press box for my broadcast partners, Matt Mandring and John Chido. For our halftime guest, Andy jepson president of Catholic Football League. This is Mark Emmadale, saying goodnight night and so long from Valley Stadium. And the uh, final score for the final time: Dallin Catholic with the win, fifty-eight to seven over Council Bluffs Lincoln. And our thanks to the folks at. Uh, Council of Lincoln Head Coach John Wolfe, his Athletic Director Jeff Novotny, and uh, Pamela Pick in the athletic office. Thanks to them for helping us with our broadcast. And uh, that'll wrap things up. Until then, congratulations to the homecoming court here at Dowling and the inductees to the Athletic Hall of Fame at Dowling for 2021. Until next week, this is Mark Hamadale saying goodnight and so long and have a safe and blessed Faith Field weekend.
0: Coverage of Dallin Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, construction professionals, dental associates, Kemen, Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Skeffington's Formalware, Bows and the Florist, Northwest Bank, and Catholic United Financial. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.